Episode 63 of Generation X Gaming. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we like to rant along the way. Uh, not much news going on this week, so we have a little bit of little bit of stories here and there, um, and we're going to bring in a little bit of other news, right? Um, if you'd like to catch us each and every week, you can catch us live right here on Twitch at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, also on Facebook Live. You can watch us live on Facebook. Uh, you can watch past episodes, which I'm still terrible at doing. Uh, I'm going through a lot of uh, back issues and, and leg issues, so I haven't been doing crap when I'm not actually on Twitch. Um, so all the episodes will be updated. I don't know when. I'm not even going to promise anymore, but they will get updated sometime soon. Um, so you can watch us uh, past episodes on YouTube and I'll listen to us on iTunes when I get my lazy ass up to actually go update those. Um First thing I want to actually say is we never really talk about sports on the, on the show, but uh, you called me last night at like one o'clock in the morning <laughs> and started screaming at me. Are you watching, bro? Are you watching? That the, that's the greatest series. Well, greatest baseball series ever. Well, Did you not watch? I, I don't know if it was the greatest series ever. I'm for a Cubs fan. I'm sure it was the greatest series ever. For me, I've, I've I've experienced other better World Series because of I was a fan of the team that was in baseball. it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was a great World best, Series. That's the best way you can yeah, watch baseball. Yeah, because the other day I was there and they told me it was three one, and I was like, oh, it's over. And the Cubs won two, you know, and then then they won game game uh, game five, game six, and then they won game seven. They're the first team to do it since the '85 Kansas City Royals, uh, which is there's which, so many records broken they haven't figured them all out yet. Yeah, so. Fantastic. Congratulations if you're a, a Cubbies fan. Uh, you know, Harry Carey would be proud. 108 years, man, it took him to, to get it. And it was like lesser, uh, better of two evils, you know, because like, the Indians, it's been 68 years, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they still haven't won the actual title. So I, I think that's sad for them, but there's always next year for them. <laughs> the Cubs broke the the streak, or the, the goat curse, right? So, um, Congratulations to the Cubs. It was a great series. I watched the highlights on Sports Center. I didn't watch one fucking pitch in this whole World Series. I just heard uh, what was happening. So congratulations to them. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> and he lives in Ohio. So <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about what we did two day two nights ago on Tuesday night. Uh, we actually did our first. Official raid of Wrath Against the Machine. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. So we, if if those of you missed it, um, me, Sarge, and Dread, we, we, those of you that have always been on our channel, know that we were trying to do a raid for the longest time with three other groups or three other uh, people in our group that we're friends with that we've done pretty much every raid with in Destiny. But because of, you know, personal lives and stuff like that, it's super hard to get all six of us together. So um, what we decided to do was Lona was doing a 24-hour stream. I said, perfect time. I was just going to do it myself with him and have him carry me through. But then I asked Sarge and I asked uh, Judge Dredd to join us. And they said, yeah, we'll do it. So 
us three went in, we went completely blind. And I mean completely blind. Besides the first two bosses that we did three weeks ago when we did it with a small group that we Well, it was only really one boss. We didn't really fa we didn't beat him. Right. right, we didn't even beat him. We didn't even beat him. But we found out, we knew the mechanics, what we had to do. So we uh, we got in with Lono. We got in with uh, King of Queens. And then we got um, uh, in with uh, our pots. And those guys were fantastic. Fantastic because they it's super hard to do. They had to pretend to be idiots, right, and not say anything. And they did every once in a while, kind of hint towards little things here and there. Like yeah, if you're if you're paying attention to everything they were saying right, while right. dodging they're, all the bullets right. and running so around, they were they were like underneath their breath, underneath the breath. They're like they're like, oh, I'm using a sniper rifle. You think that would be good? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, uh, which. I got like 20 seconds later after I actually figured out the, the thing myself. Um, but they said that we figured out uh, the things pretty fast. Um, we did it in two hours and 50 minutes, but it's actually less than that because I left to go back to the tower because I was fucking full and I needed the shards. And the, You're always and, full. Right, I'm always full. I'm, you guys have to dump the crap. Just dump it. You're not going to yeah. use it. Well, that's what I've been doing slowly. Every three seconds we get on to do something. Uh, my, my postman's full. How? How? I just got on. How is your postman full? <laughs> Wow, your your audio is really badly synced. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, <laughs> Sarge is like desyncing. Do you have anything else running on your on your uh, internet, Sarge? Do you have any other videos up or anything like that? No, no, nothing. Hmm. All right, real quick, I'm gonna hang up on you and I'm gonna call you back. That that is terrible. I'm in both screens. <clears throat> and now he's not going to pick up. He's, he left for the night. Hey, he answered. Kinga plays dumb well. Are you there? Yeah, I did answer. What's going on? Okay, there it goes. Good Lord. So, uh, yeah, so we went to the raid, um, and we, we pretty much figured out everything... Uh, ourselves, and the, the rule was that Lona would let us figure it out. Once we figured out 100% of what the mechanic was, then he would come in and tell us, you know, what's the kind of like the best way to do. But at the same time, uh, we were kind of like the bad news bearers. You know what I mean? Like we were like the ragtag group that he wasn't he wasn't giving us what he usually does when he brings people through. It wasn't he was giving he wasn't giving us his strats. He was just like you might want to hang back a bit, but he's not giving us like. What we usually do is we go two 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 three three three. You know what I mean? Stay over here. He wasn't doing any of that. He was letting right. us. He was letting us figure out what was going on, and then then assisting us, which I thought was fantastic. So, what did you think of the raid? Because I got I got to bring in some uh, files. Um, I, I think it's interesting. Um, I think that it's the mechanics of it are are good. It wasn't really overly difficult, but I think in as a raid as a whole, I think it was short. You know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like an exploratory thing. It was pretty much just a tunnel. You just had to keep going through the tunnel. Right. You know what I mean? Like there might have been a nook here and there, but you know, I, I, I become jaded over the years. I just think that the content that you think you're getting is not the real content that we should be getting. But it's something to patch a band-aid. You know, just patch us along until we're going to the next game. Right. You know, that's kind of like how I feel. But it, it's still fun. 
I think that raid, as far as a fun factor goes, because you're moving around a lot, it's not just sitting around. I think it does. It is a better raid than King's Fall raid. Um, but I still like my my favorite raid is still Vault of Glass. I like the original raid. I, I I thought about it too. I was thinking about it after we were done, right? And uh, we were done. We were done, and we were talking. I was talking to Dread, and Dread was like. He didn't like it. I didn't really... I mean, I liked it, but when I more thought about it, I was like, it didn't really feel like a raid. It felt like a really, like, super, like a super strike. Yeah, right? strike. Like a longer strike. Um, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It's probably my second favorite raid. Okay? Um, just because... I, I did like the mechanics of the Zamboni. Right. I liked them. That was my favorite part of the whole raid. When, when we had to figure out, blow up the cannons, blow up the center part, jump on it, then there was the parts missing. You had to find the parts. You had to go... I love that, that where it was like a relay where I got tired and then someone else had to pick it up and then someone else got tired and someone else had to pick it up and you had to defend your guy, whoever was holding it, to get back to the thing. And, and all while that's going on, there's a timer going on, right? Right. So, so I thought that was a very cool. That was my favorite mechanic of the whole thing. And then I compared it to the Volta Glass over and over in my head and I was like, you know what? The Volta Glass, the more I think about it, maybe it's because it's the first and you always remember your first, right? But just the way the mechanics, just the way the mechanics were in that, Every single thing in that Volta Glass was the first of its kind. And then if they try to do anything after that, it would be, be going, oh, well, they did this in the Volta Glass. So they had to go other other realms, other types of things to do, right? And it's really hard to do when the Volta Glass was so polished, right? They had the longest time to work on the Volta Glass, and they had the least amount of time to work on this content, supposedly. Yeah, right. but 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 yeah, that that's a separate discussion altogether. Because I feel that I feel that the same the same kind of timeline for this for this for this raid is the same they had to do for Crota, and Crota was rushed and broken. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Crota is so, really short too. Yeah, Cro but that I relate Crota to this one. It's got different mechanics, a right. lot of stand around I, mechanics, not the move mechanics, but it's about the same length. It's about the same breakup of uh items yeah i think in the in the longest i think the vault of glass is the longest raid right or would you say king's fall is the longest raid i think vault of glass is still the longest raid well when you say longest though it's more stuff to do inside the thing right because uh, like well, if you want you want to break it down that way or like time wise because initially the you have the you have the little boss battle outside to get in Right? right, which you did in this one too. Right, which was kind of cool because passers-by could actually help other people get in. Right, right. Because if you were if you weren't if you weren't leveled enough to get in, other people who happen to be on the planet could which actually help you get in. Yep, that's true. If okay. they were on patrol, they could come by and just help out. And just help out. Right. Okay. So you have the initial get in, then you go in a little bit. It's a it's not really a jumping puzzle. It's pretty much just go down to a certain level. And then you do uh, the uh, oh my god, what the hell is the thing's called? Uh, are, you the, the, are you talking about Volta Glass? The first, yeah, the first boss. The yeah, first the, boss. I forget what the the, I forget the tower, the, the tower. Oh, um, I forget his name. Wasn't it the Guardian or uh, the, no, the, yeah, it's called the Guardian something. No, it's not the Guardian. It's uh, oh my keeper, god, I've, gatekeeper, gatekeeper. The, yeah, so that whole battle that years. they do, <laughs> yeah, it's been two years. Like, do I go back Templar? Thank you, Kingdom. The Templar. Temp, the there Templar. You go. So that whole thing, that was multiple mechanics going on for like three or four mini battles right. before you got to the actual boss battle. And then if you fucked up at any point of those mini battles, then you had to restart the whole thing over again. Right. Right? It was a, it was a time thing. It was, it was almost like an endurance, right? Right. You like, it, it, even if you did well, you had to do well and then have enough time to do the next one. Right. Otherwise, you would get set back and then you'd have to start it all over again. Right. So it was kind of like a little endurance test. 
Then a, a tremendous jumping puzzle. Well, a maze. A maze okay. first off. Well, that, that section really wasn't a maze. The first time you went through it, but, you got but, lost. Yes. You but got you, lost. But, but I liked it because it gave you time to explore. They were always good at doing crescendos. It's a time to fight. It's a time to explore. Right. Then you go back to a combat situation. Then you get to explore again. I like that kind of... Which they did in this, too. They did this as well. But it, it felt shorter in between each of the battles. Right. The, 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 the time from one boss to the next to explore was a very short distance compared to the Vault of Glass where you fight the Templar, you fall down the thing, you have two different ways to go, right? You can go down the, the maze of, of tunnels, or you can just jump off the fucking cliff and go all the way down to the bottom, right? And then you have to sneak around to get away from those, uh, I forget what those fucking guys are called. Um, which one? The glowing guys that, that freak out when, when they see... Oracles, thank you. Um, and then you had to sneak around there and had to find your way around. Then you got to the jumping puzzle, Right, and then you got to Atheon, right? So there was like this huge gap in between to get to the next boss, right? So once you got to the next boss, there were, there was two phases, just like there is in this one. But I felt like the two phases in in Vault of Glass, and we're comparing the Vault of Glass to this one because it is our our favorite, right? So you had to go through the gates, and you had to communicate with your team to keep those gates open while you went in and such. And then once right. you came that out, was a very, that was a very difficult mechanic, not understanding any kind of Destiny game ever. Right, right. Right. Now, at this point, you, you're you looking for all the angles. You're looking for their because, you know, you, you know, their mentality. So you were right. looking for different things to do. Like we it didn't take us long to figure it out. No. But that first one took forever because we knew nothing of the people who were making the game. Right. Right. Once we understood the way they thought, what kind of mechanics they were using. It got easier to do other raids right. because you knew the way that they thought. Right, and it's harder to, like I said, it's harder to come up with mechanics that you haven't done or trying to come up with original ideas without regurgitating something. You know, I mean, they're they're uh, 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 and for it to work without being broken. Right, which I think there's still a little brokenness in there. It glitches out every once in a while. I hear. Yeah, but we have as, we didn't we didn't get to see because we only much. did it once. Not as much as Vault of Glass glitched out where Atheon was, or not as much as right. Crota's thing right. glitched out. Yeah, but overall, more, this one this one's definitely polished. I think though, my favorite my favorite mechanic out of all the raids though, uh, one would have to be keeping the portals open while the other team goes in in the Vault of Glass. I think that's my favorite mechanic. Right, my second favorite mechanic is the Death Zamboni sequence where you have to. Get the parts. Get the. It's like because a, you think it's think it's a straightforward boss battle. Right. 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 You you think it's a straightforward boss battle until you figure out what you're supposed to do. So going going overall, I think my raids that I like the best. Um, I like Vault of Glass. Then I like the Wrath of the Machine. Then I like King's Fall. Then Crota. Crota's the shittiest one. I mean, let's just be honest. Well, Crota's the shittiest one because it was rushed. I guess or incomplete. It was rushed. Yeah. The mechanics in it were good. I got something in my eye. But it wasn't polished. It wasn't polished. Yeah. So what did you get out of it? I mean, I got I got two rocket launchers. You're talking about as a feeling, what did I get out of it? No, or no, no. no. Like uh, actual, actual gear. Tangible item. Actual gear I got. Rocket launcher, auto rifle, boots, and chest. So I didn't get any armor. I got nothing of armor. I got I, I used it anyway. So yeah, yeah but I didn't it. get any armor. I got auto rifle, shotgun, two rocket launchers. And a ghost. That's what I got. And then two emblems. I got two emblems. Yeah, I got an emblem. Yeah. You, got, but you should have got two. Rocket, I think you got... Rocket launcher. Well, I didn't look at them. I might have gotten two. But rocket launcher, auto rifle, and then uh, boots and a, or armor piece. Right. The chest piece. Yeah. Dude, I got like yeah. 
It feels like I have a boulder in my eye right now. <laughs> a, boulder a boulder in your eye? Yeah, it feels like a boulder. Would you see it? Wouldn't you be able to see the boulder? I don't know. I'm going blind. I'm going blind, people. Oh my god, I'm going blurry! Hold on a second. Get back to me, camera. There you go. All right. Um, that's how... That was that was like 3D. That was like fourth dimension there. My you know, eye was guess, doing what the camera guess, was doing. I guess if we analyzed it, if we really did analyze it, most of the strikes, if you, once you know what to do, they're just longer strikes. Right, right. They're just about a strike. It's just that they have mechanics involved that eat up the clock. But once you know them, it's just a once a week strike. You know, they're all, right. I, I think, I think, you I, know think them. I think once you know and them, they are, even Volta Glass, the yeah, because we ran I the Volta Glass, the yeah, we, we ran the Volta Glass later, and we just ran through that in 45 minutes, right? So, if you run a, if you run a Nightfall, sometimes it runs you 45 minutes, it all depends on what the, what the, uh, what the perk is. It's, <clears throat> I, I, I just... I think that because of what we know, I just think that you can't regurgitate the same stuff over again and call it new content. Right. I, that's 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 part of the issue, right? If if you were if you were to make it up, if they were to just make it up and say that you needed to collect everything or you needed to have something in order to get to something else, it gives you more purpose. It doesn't matter what you say at this particular moment. There is really, truly nothing to do except to finish the collection of stuff that you think you need. Like maybe you're going for all the ships or maybe you're going for all the bikes. You know, so you're going visiting the bike, your, your Amanda Holiday every day to make sure she doesn't steal the rare one that still needs to be bought. Like that's what I've been doing. Like because otherwise than that, collecting a gun that may or may not do anything for you is not a purpose. You know, I always said that you needed to have a specific armor set to go into a certain raid or a certain dungeon. That would make more sense. That would give you meaning for the whole faction system and give you meaning for all the guns. But right now it's just I'm hunting for guns that I like to play with. You know, maybe I'm just looking for a scout rifle. So I'm destroying everything else and keeping scout rifles. Like it's just it's 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 a little disappointing that with a world that they created to be so large that the scope still remains so narrow. It it just scope is just narrow. We did. Okay, but why isn't why isn't that mission? Why isn't that? They can't hear me. I muted myself because I coughed. Um, sorry, guys. Sorry. What I was saying, what I was saying was, I I was talking about before the raid came out. Sarge said that he thought um, he thought that the lords of uh, lords of the iron right iron lords were going to be in the raid. That's what his prediction was in the very beginning. Now that we did the raid, and I know they're not in the raid. I'm kind of disappointed, right? I'm kind of disappointed in that they're not in there. I think that would have been a better mechanic than the boss. The boss that we fought at the end was lacklustered. Like, I was just like, like, you could even hear me at the end. I was like, hey, 
We did it. Like I was just like I, I wasn't excited. I wasn't excited. Is yeah, it still muted? It should still know, be muted. But you want to know why? Because look at the size of Oryx that you fought. Right. And now right, we scale scale back we down. We scaled to backwards. High, right. 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 Once you go that big, right? They had to put it. They had to put a, a cherry on the Sunday. Right. Taking King was the apology. Right. Right. So the, the boss is huge. It's the entire. It's the it's entire the whole fucking screen. screen. Right. Okay. Now we're back to just some dude in a room. So that's where you lose the wow factor. Like you kill them, like, like I killed him, big deal. We killed him, like it was just longer to kill him. You know? Right, I, but I, I get I, it. I but think, get about it. The, think about it. What you said to me, right, on the show, you said you think the, the Iron Lords are going to be in the thing. And I was like, man, that would be, that would be a cool, that would be a cool fight. Like, Instead of how, fighting, how difficult would that be? Well, think about it. Because you don't know which three are coming down to fight, and you'd have to use specific weapons to fight certain guys. Like I would have loved rotating. Right, I would have loved to see like the boss that we fought, the the end guy. I don't even know what his name is. What's his name? Uh, Varakis or some. Um, I'll remember it. They'll, they'll tell care. us in chat. Right, I'll, I don't. I don't see. I that's just it. I don't care right now for some reason. I right, care. I don't even care. So the the end boss when he died. I would have loved to go to one more boss battle, okay, after that, and then fight the Iron Lords, six of them. So there's six Guardians, okay? There's six Guardians, and there's six Iron Lords, okay? Now, that would have been fucking great, because then you're constantly moving, all right? And then one would be predominantly the main guy you're fighting, while the other five are distractions as you're trying to stay alive, as they're, like, slamming you and doing a whole bunch of other stuff, right? And you have to counter based on what weapons you have so like two people would have to have void weapons on then two people would have to have swords to block solar right whatever swords to right. block swords. so you have to wear that you have to wear the right. artifact to use the blocking ability right right that would make sense like you're using you gave, you gave me the you gave me the artifact to use right. I, there's no point for me so, to use it, it so the artifacts cool yeah so the artifacts that they that you got during the rise of iron would have been used in the actual raid against the iron lords that you're trying to break free from the from the wrath of the machine tr from the siva maybe to kill them to let them go because they've been in encased and and then they're in hell basically and now you're trying to kill them so they can their spirits can go free or whatever oh oh, oh. you're talking about story i'm going story i know but wouldn't That's... that be cool like a six, lot of stuff would be cool. six on six guardians versus you know lord you know what i mean the iron lords that would okay, have been you, fucking fantastic but 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 that's my point. You gave us you give us the tools, but you don't incorporate them into the game in a meaningful way. We have these cool artifacts that give us these cool abilities. You don't even need them. For, for me to do what? I'm gonna do it on a patrol. Like what? What does it really matter if I'm doing this on patrol or during a strike? I mean, Scory works well because it helps charge your super, right? But if I really care about charging my super, then I'm using either the Zalo or the Juju. Right, and I'm wearing if I'm a warlock, I'm wearing obsidian mind, and I'm just getting my super up right away. The 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 last battle, the, the last mission battle of Rise of Iron should be a strike. That should be a strike. Right. You going to fight the Iron Lords should be a strike. Okay. Right. The Wretched Eye is great. I like the mechanics in that one. That's a hard battle. Right. I, if you don't communicate properly, that Wretched Eye is a hard strike at the end. But there's so much. This is what I mean by the all the tools to make this game epic to a level that people would talk about it forever are there. 
but it's always like this. It's it's you just don't go 100 percent. They don't they don't incorporate what they actually put in the game for us to use. Right. It just seems but weird. The, but the story, the story that they showed us, right? Like Saladin's like, I lost my my mates and I was the last one and I got out, blah, blah, blah. Right. And afterwards, you don't care. Right. We don't do anything with them. Right. You fight the right. three. You, you fight three of nine. You fight three of nine at the end of the regular campaign, which is a short campaign in general. You would think, you would think that you would end with the, with the, with the Lords. You know what I mean? Like you fight the Iron Lords at the very end of the raid. It's the Siva, right? You're playing the Siva. You're fighting that guy. Yeah, but they, they don't explain who the guy is. How about this? It, Here, I know, the, I know who the Iron Lords I'll even, are over by Siva. I'll right? even give so him. What did Siva do to this Axis guy? Who is he? Right. Like, well, here you you don't give us any kind of platform to say this is why this is the guy. This is what he's doing to you, and now you're supposed to resolve it. You get nothing. It's right. just a boss in a room. So it's it it. it you don't have. I have yet to have closure on this game. Like to say, okay, I, I'm the, I'm legendary. I'm the winner. I, I've conquered all. Like you have to make up your own thing. Like when you say, like I'm gonna one man the raid, or I'm gonna two man the raid. That to me is a level of legendary. Like you give yourself purpose, as opposed to saying, what are we doing with this guy? Right. The I, the 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 things in the game are great they just don't use them in a way that makes it here here's what they could have done instead of using the fucking servitors that came out every single time okay and the captains with the fucking scorch cannons would have been so much easier just put the the lords in the iron lords in place of the servitors right so there's multiple rounds so they would come out two at a time not three not three servitors just two okay and then you would have to get the Scorch Cannon and then start fighting the, the, the Iron Lords to get the bomb to throw to the guy that's holding him hostage. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have to kill this guy to release them. Okay? Something. <clears throat> Instead of using the Servitors, the Servitors could have been a part of it still, but the, the main point of it should have been with the, the Lords. I mean, I mean that, that just makes sense to me. Right. There's a guy involved that makes no sense. The right, boss, we don't, we don't know anything I, about him. No, nothing about him. There's no lead in. There's no nothing. Like I, I just, for instance, okay, because the fallen, the fallen don't even show up in this. Be, should you be like, should you be happy that they gave you something to do? Will be the battle cry of the community. Why are we such assholes? Why can't you just be have fun with the game? I'm not the one that made up the universe. Right. I'm just trying to figure out right? the universe. Right. Every other game that creates its own universe and lets you play inside it, there's stuff to go along with it for you to learn and explore and to figure out and to figure out your moral stories and why guys did what they did in the in the cutscenes that you saw. Instead, it's just kind of you shooting stuff and it's they don't give you anything else. There's nothing else. Right. Like I know we've all we've all pray, fall prey to the whole. I love the gunplay and I love killing stuff and I still love popping cabal heads like you don't even know. Like I live on Mars. <laughs> when I'm not doing anything else right. and I'm playing Destiny, I'm on Mars with a scout rifle popping heads. That's all I do. I love it that much. And I and I praise them that after the hundred millionth cabal that I've killed, I still love it. Okay? However, I will use the Call of Duty example. It's fun initially, and then over time. There's no meat on the bone for me to want to go back. Right. You, If you create a universe, put things in it over time. 
if you give us a quest that's time-based, why not put a quest that's time-based every couple weeks? Right. Why does it have to be this thing where we have to wait for this chunk of stuff, and yet the chunk is just the same stuff again? It's not new. You know, I... I, I've played too many open world games, open world shooters, open uh, um, RPGs, the, the, all the things involved that let you let your mind wander and create things in the game and find stuff to do is there. I just think that this game is is even with all its positive, it's empty. It doesn't have a soul. It's just shoot. That's all it is. Right, right. I agree. I agree. Um, Kingdom was asking back in chat. You know what do you what do you what do you expect for the next cabal when they do a cabal raid? I expect would, a cabal what, raid. What would you like to see in the cabal raid? I expect the cabal raid. <laughs> that that's it. That's it. Because I guarantee you're not getting one, right? As of right now, you're not getting a cabal raid. You want to know why? Because they don't close. Okay. Vanilla Destiny. Here's the stranger. No closure. Here's Crota. Eris picks up the sword at the end. No closure. Here's right. Rise of Iron, or, or here, the Taken King. You kill Oryx. You send him into space. No closure. You don't right. know what happens. They don't explain anything. Right. Now we're on Siva. The greatest evil ever. It's going to take over stuff. You you can see what it does. Yep. Okay? You kill a guy that means nothing. Right. We don't even know why no the boss is the boss. We don't know why he's right. the leader. No closure. Because he before he was Siva, he was fallen. But yet we never fought him before. Right? There's no mention of the boss of the fallen, right? We just know about the fallen banners, right? Like the the you know what I mean? Like there's there's fallen out there and there's different banners are fallen, but we don't know anything about the leader of the of the fallen. All right, right? so Cabal Raid, okay, from from all the stuff that we know from when Dinklebot and the new ghosts have been talking when you do the Mars missions and you do the Phobos missions, right? Everything here about the Cabal says that they're off to war, and they're not allowed to come home until they win. Right. So now, if the Taken kicked their ass off of Mars, and then they couldn't go home anyway because they're not allowed to retreat, that would mean that they, every, every, all of them are dead. So if all of them are now dead, who are in our solar system, they would have to send in a whole new other army legion to come over. Right. And I would have to see the, gar the, the Gorgon of the Cabal. You have to show me the biggest guy they have. He's coming down to lay down the hammer. Like, right. that's what I have to see. Right. Right? But now, where do we do this? Right? right? Where do we do this? <clears throat> because if we're, doing it, if we're doing it on Mars, it we've would... already done Mars because the Black Garden. Right? Because that's technically Mars? Well, they could... technically Venus? Uh, I mean... The Black Garden is technically Venus. It. Yeah, you go through the portal as Venus. Yeah. Mars, I think it would be on Mars. Or it would be on a completely different planet. Right? But you can't be on a different planet because that's Destiny 2. We can't go outside well, of where we, hey, we're not making any more well, planets. That's not true because they made the Dreadnought, right? They're so, not making any other planets. No, no, but it could be okay. another It could be another place where the battle happens. They could put it just in for that, right? They could if they really the, wanted to. The boring part of the Cabal, and I know it seems a little trite now, but the boring part of the Cabal is the fact that they are all the same. They don't really have different troop types except for, like, the Scion. It's just the big guy with the cannon, the big guy with the shield. The Scion's got the psychic ability. And you know what I mean? Like the, the, their guys are the same. They're just different colored suits. Okay, so... Right, they send a distress signal, King. Exactly, right? So that means somebody has to be coming. Right. Okay. Once again, you're not going to get closure. 
Wouldn't right? it have been? Wouldn't it have they're been cool? Getting, they're not getting. They haven't given you closure yet. Well, so I can you're tell not you. Getting I'm going to tell you one the mechanic that's going to be in the Cabal raid. You're going to fight a tank, right? Because that's the only thing we know. You're going to fight the tank. tank. You're going to fight the tank because that's the only fucking weapon that we know about that they have. Okay. Here's what a cool thing would have been. They should make a strike. Okay. To lead up, if there, let's say there is no, let's say there is no Cabal raid until Destiny Two, right? I would have loved to see. It's it's a little too late now, but the the is it the ship that crashes into the dreadnought? Okay, I would have loved for sort of like a prequel of like why did it crash? I know there's a story like how crazy are they that they crash into the dreadnought? Blah blah blah. They you know what I mean? It would have been awesome if we invaded. We 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 hopped aboard. We heard that they have something on board of this ship. Okay, so we jump. We, we like hop onto the ship while it's flying. The strike takes place inside their ship, okay? At the end of the ship, we fight in the cockpit, right? In where, the, where the, the captain sits, and we fight the captain of that ship. We kill the captain, and the ship goes off course and slams into the dreadnought. And that's why it's in the dreadnought. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like... That's the reason the ship's in the Dreadnought. It crashed into the Dreadnought because we invaded it and made it crash into the Dreadnought. And that's why it's in there. That would be a cool... And then, when you go back to the Dreadnought, you see it and you're like, oh shit, we did that. Do you know what I mean? I, that would have been a cool strike. I, 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 am still, I am still a firm believer that the engine that they use to make the game, even though it is beautiful as it is, is very difficult to work with. And I think that that is part of the problem why you don't get the same type of inserted content that we would expect since every other game that we played up to now does these incremental DLCs and puts some stuff into the game. Right. I still believe, and once again, you're not going to hear any of this until after Destiny 2 comes out and all the files are, in, and, and they'll talk about what happened four years ago. You know what I mean? You're not going to hear that information. But I'm still convinced that this the engine that they have is just difficult to work with. That's why we don't see what we think we should see. Well, because they can't do because they can't do the strike that I just said about the plane crashing into the dreadnought, they need to do something in April. It doesn't have to be a raid to me, okay? It just has to yes. be Well no yes, no 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 no. Because if they're not working on a raid and they just throw a raid together, I'll it's gonna be what? it's, it's gonna be shitty. What? I'll tell you what. They're not going to release a new raid. They're going to give us the strike that they still owe us. Well, that's what I'm... No, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because what are they going to give Sony, right? They already had that strike, so what are they going to give them? What are you talking about? That's the strike that they left out for us. They Wait, we're missing two strikes now, right? We're missing the one that they got this time around for Rise of Iron, and we're missing the one from Taken King. Right, which right. we're not going to see because the game will be done before right. they release it to us. So what I'm saying is they need to so make... That's how, that's how you know it's coming out in April. I know that, but what I'm saying... No, no, but they make a new strike for everyone. For Sony, it's not exclusive. It's for Sony, it's for Xbox, it's for whatever. It needs to be a strike that leads into Destiny 2 and it has to deal with the Cabal. It's a strike for Cabal. It's a brand new strike. They need to do something to lead into the story going into Destiny 2 to lead into the Cabal raid that comes out, hopefully, when Destiny 2 comes out. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. This, how, do you, how, do you, how do you create an entire universe and then only put me in one room on one planet? I don't, I don't understand how that's possible. It is. It's how possible. that's possible. It's possible. You have all these vehicles. We never get to use them. Not one guy attacks me with a vehicle on a planet. 
randomly anymore. It's like they took it out. Like, were, was was the Pike was the Pike the Pike gang was that breaking the game? Yeah, we don't like, have Pikes anymore. You know, I, it's just it's just strange. It's strange. Siva I'm convinced. I'm convinced it's got something to do with how the engine works and what they're what they're able to do. Right. Otherwise, otherwise the other answer is they don't care anymore because they're all working on the second they're all working on the sequel. Okay? Yeah. And I I will say this every episode for those people that have ever seen this this show before, okay? Is Bungie had pulled off the greatest save ever. Okay? Because this game could have flopped. It could have been a Titanfall, it could have been a Evolve. But with their great marketing and their superior gunplay for their game, saved it, saved it. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm. This. 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 I'm, this game was not a foregone conclusion of success. All right. Well, switching from what we think they should do to what's happening right now. Have you Have you listened to a lot of the DDoS attacks that are happening? Uh, we talked about it on the the Rages Roundtable on Monday. Watched a few videos on the trials DDoS attacks. I know that's a big thing. Yeah, so what do you... I mean, obviously we all know that dedicated servers would be the the problem solver. But that's not going to happen on this console, right? Or Destiny, this Destiny. In other ways, the short term, though, what what do you think they could do? I, I said on the Rage's Round Table that uh, they have to do what the movie industry does, basically. Like, if, uh, you know, you're, you're pirating a movie, they have that little that thing in the front that says, you know, if you're caught distributing this thing or sharing this thing, it's like $500,000 or $250,000 in five years in prison type thing where it's just a written thing. And then they do, they do send out letters to people that are streaming movies and, and it scares the shit out of most people, right? Because they do a cease and desist. Please don't do this. If you do it again, we'll, we'll get you, blah, blah, blah. Bungie has uh, stats to know who's DDoSing. They said they did, right? That's why they're, they're banning people, right? So, and then they're going to take, but what do you think they should do? Like in short term, a but short term fix. Mean by, but what do you mean by what they should do? Do meaning like, okay, for instance, Overwatch, when they find cheaters, they just ban those people. Like Overwatch is one of the stories later uh, that I, we could we talk about real quick, fast now. But uh, Blizzard has taken action against 1,700 uh, Chinese cheaters, right? Uh, over in China, they found 1,700 people that cheated and they banned them indefinitely they're done they can't even go buy the game again okay because their ip address they would have to go like buy a whole new you know router and everything else and if they bought the game again they would still find out it's coming from the same you know same area right so they just ban them completely they're done they're cheating they're done so bungie's kind of doing like a slap on the wrist type of thing right how can they how can they what do you think they should do to stop this ddos attacking from happening it's so simple to go get the devices to do it Listen, if if they can really figure out where the attack is coming from, okay, and you're actually cheating, like you're legitimately doing it, not just some kind of your your service provider's causing problems, like it's connecting and disconnecting. If it's truly a cheater, then there there really should be no mercy, right? Because all you're doing is ruining it for everybody. Right. You have to have a power trip because, okay, so you have to have a power trip. So you're you're just done. We don't need you. Right. Because because eventually they they want a couple of these companies want to make a a a PvP game that they want to do for league 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 right, play right MLG, because right. it's MLG is starting to gain momentum right it's going to be a big thing so if you don't have a way to cut the head off the chicken right away and you're gonna have these guys roaming around when prize money's at stake no right right so if you're able to figure out who it is that's cheating I'm sorry the ban hammer right have a nice day.
I mean, you know, have a nice day. If, if play, I mean, they, play a different game. They said Bungie said we, if reported, we know who is doing the DDoS attacks. They they'll take action. So I think that's the best thing, right? They just hit a button and go, this person's not playing anymore, right? And they just stop it. And when that kid DDoSes and gets back on, and is like, oh, how come I can't get on? You you were DDoS. It just just it should just come across the the screen like this, right? Of a, a new fresh screen comes up. It's just a big thing. It says Destiny Rise of Iron. They hit the A button, and then a finger like this comes up, and it says. You DDoSed, you M F, you know, whatever, <laughs> and that's it. And it says thanks for thanks for your sixty dollars or one hundred and twenty dollars. Have a nice day. People people get bored. They have to power trip. That's what they do. It's just human nature. That's what we do. However, it, you can't allow it because it leads down to major league gaming. It's leading towards PvP. It's leading towards prizes and things. You can't have the wild west running around. You can't have a legitimate tournament if you got hackers. Running amok, it's just not going to work. Did you say a million accounts banned? Who, what's a million accounts banned comic? I know. I think go, he's. I go think ahead. he's. I think he's just. He hasn't slept. <laughs> just streaming out numbers. So, so twenty thousand. So, going from that now, going into we're sticking. We're sticking with Destiny. Uh, sales numbers came out right for uh, originally for for uh, Destiny it was like six six point nine million, almost seven million copies were sold for vanilla, right? And then when Taken King came out, they said they didn't sell as many as as the vanilla, right? Yeah, but you see how they talk, right? They're very they they're very not, cryptic. You, you can't just admit it. You right. just can't say what it is. They're very cryptic. So let's just say there's let's just say there's seven million people that bought the game originally, okay? And then let's say five million or six million bought Taken King. Well, Rise of Iron, they said, is less than that right like less so it keeps getting less and less for for the for the content so my question to you is do you think the 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 yeah to you yeah to you and to you everyone out there um do you guys think people are starting to catch on like do you think i know the the, the hardcore yeah, community is the there shit yes the hardcore the community yes. is there but do you think they're starting to catch on and that's why the sales numbers for rise of iron are yes. dramatically lower. They won't even release yes. it yet. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 That's just a simple answer is just yes. Yeah, because it's the same stuff. If it was new, it would make something different. Okay? Just look at the whole picture. Vanilla game was broke. We all loved it, but you knew somewhere something was wrong with it. It was broken. Okay? They fixed it. Then they apologized with Taken King, which was a great thing because it changed the whole actual structure of the game. Right. Okay? That's where we got the the infusions. That's where we got to pick your weapons from the from the web gunsmith. That's where we got all these things to come out finally. And then we then they're like, okay, well, you know, we did what we could. You know, we did what right. we could. Now right. we're just gonna put some stuff together because we're busy now with Destiny Two. Like I don't. It's 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 the game now is suck you in for the DLC and keep milking you along until they can do the next game. That's right. basically what it is. Instead of just giving me the game, let me play out the game, and then let's just wait the two years for the game to come out. You have me, you have me juggling games now. Because if that's going to be the actual, uh, the 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 meta, which is the AAA title comes out, and then they're going to release DLC every six months afterwards until the new game comes out. Right. That means every AAA title like that comes out, they're going to be having their own DLC. So you're not just buying a game a year anymore or a couple games a year. You have to buy the game plus the DLC in alternating years. Right. So you're 
they got you coming both ways. So if you want to continue having fun with your game, you have to get it all at once, right? right. I don't want to wait, so I might as well just get the season pass. So now in your brain, you're thinking, well, I'll just, it'll just save me money, right? But in reality, you just paid $120 for a video game. Right. All right. So not every game is worth $120. So so going from that, uh, game Game Rant did an article, and they said, "How is Destiny's microtransactions slowly becoming a problem?" Now, you guys, if you if you're regulars on this show, you know that me and Sarge both way back when, over a year ago now, said when the microtransactions. I, I said first of all, I said microtransactions are going to come in the game, and I said second of all, they're going to ruin the game. Right? I got so much pushback. From people going, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And they were all gung-ho about it. Well, it doesn't matter. If you don't need to buy it, you don't need to buy it, right? So ever since the Eververse came out, people were stoked. They were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy it because it's going to fund the next DLC. It's going to fund the next the free events, blah, blah, blah. We're so cool. We're going to buy the stuff. We're going to fund, you know. And now here we are. One year later, Festival of, Festival of the Cost, as everyone's calling it, okay? The community did all 180 they're all up in arms. They got their pitchforks out. They got their torches out. Bungie right now is like Frankenstein, and they're trying to chase them off. Bear. Right, right. So, my question to you is why? Why did everyone fight me on this a year ago, saying, "Well, you know, I'm just going to buy it in every way," and now those same people are bitching about spending money on the Eververse? Why is this, Sarge? Why? Why is this? Well, first of all, as I know right now, I look at the Eververse every once in a while. There's nothing in there. That gives you a leg up on anybody. Well, it's not okay? supposed to. If it did, then that'd be pay to win. That's right. right. But they put more in for for cosmetic reasons. And and because it, it scratches at your collection part of your brain, you think it's costing you money. Because you want to get all the skins for the guns, right? So the only way you can get the skins for the guns is if you buy it. Right. Right. right, and because the coolest and because skins. it is not the it, coolest it, skins, and it's it, RNG. Right. It, it does not affect the game at all. But because it's got that little gold background, it's something you got to collect. And so, what? Who's complaining about it? You don't want to buy the kingdom, don't buy it, right? However, I think it's a little shady that they don't give you a way to get the things in game some other way by you grinding, because apparently grinding is not a big deal for some of these people. They love to grind, right? Okay. So if anyone's ever noticed, do you notice now you can only get the blue box once per week? And if you go back to the prison of elders, you can still get a sterling box once per week. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the sterling box has the colors in it with the chroma, right? Right. So why is that such a big deal? Why can't I just go buy chroma with glimmer? Like why, why is the sterling box, this rare item that no one gives a shit about, but right. you're getting me one. I don't understand. Here, here's what I like. Why can't I just grind for it? This is this is my thing where people didn't like Warframe for this, right? Warframe does it in my book perfectly, right? Warframe's a free game. You can play as much as you want, and if you if you want to unlock more things, you can pay full price and you can unlock everything, right? But you still have to earn it in game. You unlock everything, but you can earn it in game as well. And you have to grind the fuck out of Warframe if you want this weapon. And if you get this weapon, you build this weapon, you can use this weapon. Where in Destiny, right? And you can do it in currency, in-game currency, or you can pay real stuff for it in Warframe. And everyone's like, oh, well, Warframe's stupid because it's blah, blah, blah. Well, now Destiny's sort of turning into that, right? I mean, that's what it's doing. You want the coolest stuff, you have to buy the coolest things. Like, if you want that cool shader, if you want this cool skin for your gun, 
Well, why are they roll, mad? What, roll the what, dice. What part are they mad roll about? the dice. But, yeah, but it. what part are they mad about? They're what? They're just what mad because they? they're mad, they're mad now. Microtransactions exist. They're mad now because just microtransactions exist, and they don't want to spend any more money because they want to be able to earn it in game, like Warframe does. Okay, but at the same time, they don't. They were okay paying for stuff in the in the past, but they're not okay paying it in the present, which I find weird. So I, I put this out to you guys. Who in chat was okay with microtransaction, okay, a year ago, and then now is not okay with microtransactions? And we're not making fun of you or anything. Nothing's changed, though. Yeah, nothing's changed. I just want to know what your train of thought is from okay with it a year ago, last October, when the Festival of the Lost first came out, and now, one year later, when the Festival of the Lost came out again, why are you okay, or why are you not okay spending real money for the stuff that's in the game now where a year ago you were here's my microphone drop right now it's been a year since festival of the lost you guys didn't change anything right nothing's changed it's it's just different masks and stuff festival of the lost hasn't changed at all it's been a year right like how difficult is it to make little changes i i'm telling you there's the only two answers i can come up with is they're done with it okay they're done with it or it's really difficult to do things in the engine. I'm telling you, it's one right. or the other. Otherwise, why not give you content? What what is the big deal? Like sparrow racing is a is a chore? I don't know. Is that a chore? I don't think it is. Is is the is the little things that we do on the side that they came up with? Was it such a difficult thing to keep us busy? I mean, it just seems to me that it's it's there. I, I where's my piece of paper? I, I don't have it anymore. It's the super beta. Okay. You You are being tested to see what your threshold is based on what they're testing for that year or for that six-month period or for that quarter. Like, how good are you guys going to buy Eververse stuff? Like, how many people will buy it if we do this? How many people will do it if we do this? Like, don't think for a second that when Destiny 2 comes out, it's not going to be backloaded with more microtransactions than you could possibly ever imagine. Right? Because don't forget, it's going to PC. Right, right, right. Okay? It's going to PC. So don't think for a second you're going to get this wondrous world and there's not going to be some dude standing in the corner going, hey, buddy, you want to buy some stuff? Like, that's the way it's going to be. All right, so the chat the chat is saying that the reason most people are upset about it is because they're okay spending the money, right? But what they're not okay with is the RNG when you spend your money, right? So it's sort of like Overwatch, where some people are happy about that, right? Like Tally said, she's all about the microtransactions. Take my money for pretty things, right? She's she's cool with that. And if you're you're okay spending your money, that's cool. It's your it's your money. Uh, the the people that are upset about it is because they're spending a hundred dollars for RNG loot and they don't get what they want. If they could just buy what they wanted, right? If they said I, I want that blue skull and it was five dollars to get that skull, they would pay five dollars to get that skull and they would be happy. It's the Pay the money and not knowing what they get is what's making the, the population mad. Uh, and then here, Echo Doctrine says, uh, now I'm mad because the entire festival was behind Eververse, right? That's not nothing to do with the, the two weeks of... So, which is true, right? You could get one treasure per character per week. So you get six boxes, which even if you were super lucky and each of those boxes never had any duplicates, you're still missing, I think, half the stuff that they, they offered for the Festival of the Lost. Yeah, but you guys understand, I, I'm pretty sure the chat has played games before where it's not truly an RNG system like in a lot of other games. Like it's there are certain things that you either either use in-game currency for, either you grind for it, it's based on a mission quest or something. 
and then you find a way to create that item with other items in the game. Right, right. right. The construction of how destiny is made it's just is behind the paywall. Completely yeah, it's behind the paywall. Is completely a slot machine. Yep. Completely. The only way they can get you to play longer on a game that is truly a repetitive monster is to put RNG in it. Because if I could go if I could dictate to myself that if I wanted a full set of dead orbit armor with their dead orbit weapons that I could just grind to get those items, right. the game would be dead in six months. Because you need to have a way for them to control how fast you get the items. Right. Okay. And RNG does that. Because even though, let's say for instance, let's say for instance, I, I, I love Scout Rifle. Okay. I love Scout Rifle. Okay. I want everything that I wear to coincide with Scout Rifle. The gloves reload faster. Right. The chest piece, extra ammo. The boots that gives you. Then you know what I mean? Right. So going you, into, have to, um... you have to go and repeat the process so many times because I might get the chest piece, but now it's hand cannon. Right. I may get the chest piece again, but now it's it's shotguns. You know, you don't get exactly what you want, and you can't change it. Remember when you could? Remember when you could? Right. Right. The update after taking King allowed me to go to the gunsmith. And just re-roll until I got what I wanted, okay? And they tested it, and they figured out that people were getting what they wanted too quickly. Because I would actually grind for the motes of light. I would grind for the motes of light and then just sit there and roll until I got what I wanted. See, So they don't want you to get what you which want. Is, which I think it is, has to be random. Right, it well, has to be. But I think it's stupid, right? I just think they should just make it an, uh, a retarded number. Right, just like Warframe does. Right, if you want this particular weapon in Warframe, you have to go out and grind and grind and grind, and then you get the the materials that you need to purchase it in game currency. Right, so you need the in game currency plus the materials to buy that weapon or to get that weapon to make that weapon. Then you have to wait for that weapon to be made. I would be okay if Eververse wants to sell it. Fine for the people that don't want to grind and don't want to play the game and just get the gear that they want, but not RNG. Not RNG. If they if they want this certain shader, it should say like you highlight that shader in the Eververse. It should say uh, purchase for two fifty uh, sterling silver or blah blah blah. Gotta kill ten thousand dregs or gotta pay uh, you know fifty thousand hundred thousand glimmer plus this materials. So if you want that, you take your glimmer, you go to the Eververse, you give them twenty five thousand. It puts it because it's a max of twenty five thousand, right? And it takes all your money away, and then it puts it sort of like in a bank. So when you go back to the sterling silver, it says you have this many sterling silver, or you have this much glimmer in there. And then you can purchase it with this much glimmer, or with sterling silver. I would be okay with that. But not for pay-to-win stuff. Just for just for cosmetic stuff. To stop the RNG, I think people would be less pissed off at the Eververse if it wasn't RNG. If it was, I could choose what I want to do, or, right, like put the time in the game, get what I want, or I can just pay straight up money for it to get the way I want to look. So it's, okay, it's, the, so, it's the lazy factor compared to the... the so, so let's look at it from a business standpoint. So what you're telling me really is, is that for the lifetime of the game that's being played right now, you're telling me that if I would allow people to buy things direct with with actual money in the in the eververse if i wanted this thing or that thing they would make more and money I, and i and i bought it they would and make I more just money just bought it okay you think that they're going to make more money if it's random 
then if the no, no, no. don't want to buy it now anyway. No, no, no. No, no, I, you're not let me finish, okay? So you want me to pay money for a chance of getting what I want as opposed to me just buying the, here's my money and let me buy what I want to buy. I'm saying like a standard transaction. Right. right? I, I'm saying like a standard they're transaction. They're saying they're saying the seven million people that have this fucking game that may or may not still be playing it, putting them in an RNG Eververse, okay, where I'm paying real money to get a fictitious item that's just for just for looks, okay? That I can't get what I want, so that they think that I'm going to keep giving them money, real money. Some people to get do. Pretty item, right? Some people okay, do. Okay, well, that's that's a little underhanded, don't you think? It is underhanded. If you that's... want, if you want me to be a loyal customer, I'll pay for what I want to get. Exactly. But what's what's the RNG about? Right. Like if if they come out with look, if I I know that, that they do this, right? Like don't give me don't don't bullshit me here. Like the 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 cool black shader that everybody wants, they wouldn't put that in the game. They're going to put that in the Eververse, so you have to go pay for it. At a random chance, though, right? I'm saying put that put that coolest shader that you want in the Eververse, and you can either put a shit ton of materials and money towards it, okay? But that's your choice. Or you could put two fifty or three dollars or four dollars or five dollars to to buy that shader yourself, straight up, five bucks, all right? Because I think two dollars is like a dollar in real in real transaction, right? I think it's two dollars sterling silver is like an actual dollar in 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 transaction, okay? So the coolest items, if they just raise the price and someone paid $5 for that shader or for that gun customization shader, they would make more money that way than the fucking RNG because someone's going to put in 5 bucks and then spend that $5 and then be pissed off that they didn't get it. And they're, they're hoping that they're going to put another $5 in because they want to keep going until they get it, right? Where I'm saying if they just raise the price for that shader or for that gun shader or for that customization ornament or whatever... The person would go, oh, you know what? That's a cool ornament. I'm going to pay $5 for that. Straight up. Boom. Got it? Now I look Which the way I want to... need to raise the price. No, but I'm saying if they wanted to do that, they could, and they would make more money that way than with the RNG status. Because right. people are getting pissed off because they're they're paying money and not getting what they want because it's RNG. That's all I'm saying. That's all it, I'm saying. It's, it just seems a little strange. How badly do you want to milk, milk the game? Did you not make a killing on this game? Right. Did you not make a killing every time you released a DLC? How much... See, the, the afterthought is, if, if you look at the, the, the microtransactions in Grand Theft Auto, that is purely for show, right? Right. I'm buying those shark cards because I want to get these fake stuff in the game just because of the looks. There's nothing else I'm doing with that money anyway, right? Right. So that you don't see them escalating the, escalating the cards based on what it is. It's right. just if you want it, you get it. What's with the RNG part of it? Like, how greedy do you want to be? I... Do you think 7 million people each buying the items that they wanted is not enough? You you have to make it RNG along the way, hoping I mean, that they're going to keep putting money in? Right. I know it's a business, but I think that's why people are getting pissed off. It's because of the RNG. Now, Duplis, when you say Triple Rec spent $100, I mean, obviously, Bungie's in it for a business, right? They want to make as much money as possible. Triple Rec is a streamer. He's also a business, right? He's a, a business for himself, and he's going to spend money. Because people are going to watch him, and he's going to make that money back, and that's why he's spending that, right? A business decides to spend a hundred dollars; they're they're thinking they're going to make at least four times back on that money. So, him spending a hundred dollars doing that and entertaining people on Twitch by doing that is going to hopefully get him back four hundred dollars at least from do him have, spending. Does anybody have any numbers on how much how much money they make no, on microtransactions? No, I don't think yeah, those the, numbers exist right now. This is a Starbucks, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's why he's spending the money, and streamers can do that. And streamers, you can't really look at as they're 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 investing back in their business, and their business is actually streaming. So that that's the reason. If you can hear my kids screaming in the background, we're just you know, we're beating them. Usual day. Um, so 
going forward, uh, last night I was talking about it. King King Doom is, is talking about it in chat. I think what they could do for Eververse or for just in-game currency, I would love what you brought up one time. I don't, I don't know if it was on the channel here or just in stream. Um, about the elemental, buying elemental stuff for your primaries, right? Like, I just think if they implemented this in the game and letting us, instead of giving us a cooldown for heavy ammo and, and secondary ammo, they should just let us pop the pill as much as we can, right? Like, if I want a special ammo, I'm, I'm out of special ammo, I can just pop another ammo, right, instantaneously and just have keep completely secondary ammo all the time, right? And the elemental that I put on my primary... For instance, let's say, you know, we're here comes the strike, right? The strike this week is solar. So 20 minutes, you get a 20 minute no, no, fire, even. No, fire not, bonus? Not even, right? So five minutes, right? Five minutes, okay? And when that strike comes around and that burn that week is solar, they charge more in-game currency, not, 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 actual, not actual currency, in-game currency. So let's say when it's not the actual flavor, right? And it's not void that week. Void and um, uh, what's it called? Arc. Void and Arc are cheap. Okay, Void and Arc are cheap that week, and they only cost like two fifty to get the elemental stuff for your primary weapons, right? But the solar's that week, so it's going to cost you a thousand glimmer, okay, to purchase the solar one that week because that is the the perk that week, right? So what makes you what makes you do it is go. You know what? I'm going to do it. I want to use my primary. I'm going to go buy like ten fifteen of these solar one so i can i can grind through the nightfall or i can grind through the strikes this week because it has a solar burn and oh, i just okay, keep but why but why wouldn't i be allowed to do that no, that's what i'm saying why wouldn't i be allowed to buy a perk that puts a, an element on the on the gun that, temporarily that's, that's what i'm saying and they they charge more for that week for the actual perk if it's if that's the flavor of the week where the other ones are cheaper so you would buy them when it's not that week right and if you didn't buy them you have to buy it during that week so you would spend more but because more glimmer would be spent, and then you would have to have to make a decision: Do I want to spend my glimmer on this stuff? Do I want to spend my glimmer on getting heavy ammo? Do I want to get spend my glimmer on buying engrams? It would be a, what, what? What are you doing with the teacup? What is the fucking teacup? <laughs> what are you doing? I read chat. So, basically, I think they should implement stuff like this. And I think if they want us to spend more time grinding in the game, you would do it because you'd be like, hey, I'm going to pop these he elementals. I'm going to pop these heavies don't, more often. Don't be blind. Don't be blind. This is the end of the game. This is the end cycle of the game. I know that. They are going to milk out as much as they can with any kind of BS in microtransactions, period. It's going to get worse because there's nothing else to do in the game, so they're going to try to milk it for more. Right. This is a very evil business model, especially when, if it sets a precedent, every other game that comes out will follow it. Right. Right. Okay. So think, because they'll know how much they made. I think. Uh, I think that's all for the questions. Hold on one second. I got a a text. Uh, all right. Time for the power hour. No, no, I was getting a text because my wife was texting me because the letting me know what's going on. Um. So. I think we're done with I think we're done with uh, for Destiny for for this oh, yeah, week. Yeah, we're done with Destiny. Yeah, we're done. We're done with Destiny. Um, we're not playing Destiny tonight. Uh, actually, we might. When do you want to do? Do you want to do that quest? I was just gonna gun? say we might do the quest as long as Dread's on. If you guys want to run the quest together, we we can we can do that. That's the only reason I would play. <laughs> otherwise, it's otherwise oh oh wrong thing. Um, otherwise I, I don't want to do it. All right, so we're done with that. Um, other stories that we have. I don't know if I have them on my actual computer or not, so we're just going to bring them up on my phone, and I'll read them off on my phone. Uh, we talked about the Destiny story. All right, so let's talk about 
And we don't need to talk about the No Man's Sky shit. Okay, so here's here's a thing that was an interesting topic. They were talking about how more this is this is from uh, Crave Online. It's a publication online. It says more than one in ten UK gamers have been banned from a game from a game, right? So this is just a generic study that they did. And in the study, it says um, uh, payment company Secure Trading Conduct uh, did an industry report titled UK Online Gaming Payment and Fraud, in which they they questioned over 2,000 UK gamers regarding their thoughts on online security, their spending, their habits, and more. Uh, of the survey, over 1 in 10 uh, stated that they have been banned from a game or gaming service for cheating or abusive behavior uh, or a payment issue. Within the 25 to 34 year olds, okay, being the most likely to be banned at 21%, female gamers were found to be most likely to be banned for cheating at 9%, and then male gamers were more likely to be banned for abusive behavior in terms of <laughs> console specific bans. PlayStation owners were most likely to be banned at 18%, while the least likely were Nintendo gamers at 8%. Uh, the most of the banned people were from West Midlands, featured the highest amount of banned players in the country, which are what's also... What's going on? In, what's going on in England? <laughs> so this is where the, the, the study... What's going on in England? What's going on with you guys right now? You guys are freaking out, cheating all over the place, getting banned? I don't understand. You guys so, are that bored? What's going on? I, I want to know. I want to know. From the people that are in chat right now, men and women, overseas and in, uh, over here, how many of you have been banned from a game? How many of you have been banned from a game for cheating or abusive behavior? Let me see. Just say yes or no. Just I don't need reasons. I just want to see yes or no. I've never been I've never been banned. I've never been banned. Um, what are you doing, Sarge? <clears throat> so I've never been banned. There's nothing to cheat on Nintendo. That's not true. Everyone cheated on Nintendo. They actually made their whole living. Uh, there's a company called uh, Game Shark, right? That which uh, I just want to see if there's See, comic says yes, so he's the one of the ten, right? So one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, yeah. So, so comic's the one of ten right there. Sarge is doing something illegal right now. That's what he's doing. He's doing something illegal. Oh, there he is. <laughs> you forgot your monocle. You forgot your monocle. Oh, sorry, sir. Fresh out of monocles. <laughs> uh. Uh, <laughs> oh man! So I just thought that was a weird. I thought that was a fun stat that they that they put out. Uh, the next story that we're talking about. I, think I don't I, understand what is going on in England. Why? Why are they cheating so bad? They're getting banned. How uh, bored are you guys over there? What's comic? What's going on over there? Comic's not in. Comic's in Philadelphia. He's not in. He's not in the UK. Oh, not comic. I'm sorry. It's uh, cabbage. Cabbage. And cabbage. I, don't, I don't think he is. He is cabbage here. I didn't see cabbage. Um, okay, so the next story I want to talk about is GTA Five Rockstar. All right, next article. The game is, that won't die. Yeah. So GTA. By the way, the game that won't die. Yeah. So the the article says that the online update Rockstar proves that PC, PS4, and Xbox One juggernauts can't be stopped. Right. So GTA Five appears to be the, as popular now as it was when it launched on the 360 and PS3 back in 2013. Rockstar's partner company Take-Two has released its latest financials re revealing that GTA 5 and GTA Online are still making a fortune okay, in sales and revenue. GTA 5 has now shipped over 70 million copies, which is up from 65 million reported earlier this year. 
Okay, GTI Online is also showing signs of growth, something that has been uh, seen annually. Take-Two's revenue climbed from $347 million to $420 million. Okay, this this are, game are you, saying, are you saying that they don't have enough money right to, and, to make the next game? So digital digital revenue played a big factor, increasing Take Two's making of 230 million in online sales alone compared to 202 million during the same period last year. Okay, my question to you is because of this upswing of sales and they're still making constant money. Okay, this is the reason that Rockstar hasn't made single player DLC for this game. Because they just keep putting out free DLC. Excuse me. Uh, they keep putting out free DLC, and they just came out with the biker DLC. I played it like three weeks ago. Not the biker, but just the the stunt course. Uh, do you think this is bad? Or do you think this is good? And we did it to ourselves, right? Because the people love the game so much, and they love the online factor of it so much. They've played a shit ton because it, they're just constantly giving us free stuff. And because of the shark cards, people are spending literally more money on the shark cards than they would on actual DLC single player. So now the community is getting a little pissed off because they want that, you know, uh, Ballad of Gay Tony. They want the Biker Gang uh, DLC. They want the actual single player kind of DLC they got with, with GTA 4. But Rockstar doesn't need to make it because it's less cost. It's more cost effective for them not to make DLC than it is like true single player DLC where they're just doing free online DLC and they're making 10 times the amount of money they would at all for single player DLC. So do you think this is a good trend or a bad trend? And is this going to start something with other companies doing the same it's, kind of it's, thing? It's too late. It's too late because GTA did so well. Okay. Because GTA did so well, that's why they're copying. They're not going to change now. There's no way. There's no way. If there's a way to squeak out more money after a game is released five years after the game well, three is years, out. Three years. Three okay, years. Okay. Well, whatever. You pick the number. Okay. Uh, why would you say no? You're a business. You're a business. So do you think this this makes them go, you know what? We're not we're we're never gonna make a single player expansion again. We're just gonna keep doing online. So No, don't when, believe that for a moment. So when Red Dead Don't believe that for a moment. The reason why they say that is because they 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 found some kind of little niche. You have to understand, even though it had a horrendous beginning, the online part. That was okay, the, worst, the, way, the worst start the, off ever. Right. The way you can play that game, even though you don't have directions on how to play, is very interesting. I'll get into it after the show's over to some of you that want to know, because I, I think the game is fantastic. Okay. I think that they say that kind of thing because they know that if you're going to spend that much money just on fictitious items and no content why would they spend any time making any content right well that's what i'm saying right all they're throwing in is like new yes. cars yes, new things you needed to have you needed to have the original anchor in order for people to want to be there if you have some shitty first player game you're not even going to be there long enough to pay anything at all you don't care right so so going forward now with red dead 2 right do you think they come out because red red dead 1 had the best expansion of any game i've ever played in my entire life which was the 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 night the night of the dead, right? Which was the best DLC of any game I I played. It was so great. Yeah, it was but so zombies, good. Zombies, bro. The zombies have been released in every game. No, no, since no I understand the that. Last five, six so, years. So what I'm saying though is Red Dead Two comes out, okay? Based on what we've seen with GTA Five, okay? They don't need to come out with a DLC expansion for their single player campaign. They can just keep putting out online content for free. 
and make 10 times the amount of money they would if they put out an actual single-player DLC, right? So do you think they're going to go forward now and not make any DLC for any of their games? They're going to follow the same template that they're doing right now? Okay, I think the I think the reason why GTA Five didn't have the DLC like you had in GTA Four, like the Gallot of Bay Tony and the the Lost and the Damned, is because of the way the game was structured. You have a story creating three different characters intertwining. The story was long. Okay, if you didn't rush it and you went bounced back and forth a little bit, back and forth, you had that's what that is. That's right. all the things mixed into one. It's a different format. Okay, if it had just been Michael or just had been Trevor, it would have been a great game still. And you would have got Trevor and Michael and or thing as a DLC. Right. It would have been the same thing, but they put them all together as in a story. And so there's no need for That's that kind true. of DLC. That's true. There was no need for because that. Because they did three protagonists, right? They kind of already did the DLC all in one, right? Because they could have just did GTA, just Michael or just Trevor, like you said. And then the expansion... Like you would see, you would see um, Michael in the in the game against Trevor, right? He would come in for like one or two missions, so you you know that character, and then later on, all of a sudden, now Trevor came in as a DLC, right? And they would have did what, what's it called? Um, who's the director of Reservoir Dogs? Oh, uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Right. We call it the Tarantino effect, right? If you if Michael and or Trevor weren't in the game initially, and then they were introduced as DLC, they would have they would have Quentin Tarantino it. And they would have went backwards into right. the story plot and right. showed you where the connections were. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's all they would have done. Okay? So it's not a big deal. But now you have to remember, Rockstar, okay, not everybody does this, okay? Anybody who's got Rockstar games since the beginning knows this. Rockstar only gets better with time. Yep. They always improve wherever they were, and they make whatever game they were doing better the next time around. Okay? When it went from a 2D top-down scroller or uh, uh, car game to the original Grand Theft Auto 3, when it was three-dimensional and you got to run around uh, Liberty City, and then they did Vice City, then they did in San well, Andreas, and, it, and San Andreas, they blew it up. They made it so big it was ridiculous. Right. There was The world was actually too big. Right, it was too big. And there wasn't enough stuff to fill it with. It was right. just, just, huge, right. Right. just a huge world, right? Then they did the little break. They took a little break, and they did bully a couple of things here and there, okay? And then when they released Red. 4, yeah. it blew you away again right? because they they rendered everything awesome well, using the <laughs> using the engine, the graphics for the engine that they had currently, and now they blew it up. They, they Basically, GTA 5 is the Los Santos of that generation redone. Right, right. It's right. Like, it would be like redoing Skyrim, right? GTA 5 is, is Los Santos over again. Right. Well, That's what that is. There was there was an article. Uh, they I can do the the rumors of GTA World would be awesome yes, because yes, all I was have just going to say is just release Vice City. Let me fly there. Well, that what they I, I was just going to bring that up. So they did say that down the road that they might release Vice City and Liberty City separate DLCs, right? But for online. Right, not single player, but online. Right, so we need to have a whole story and the whole thing. Right, we have to create all this stuff. Right, yes. right. So what they're what they were thinking of doing, and this is all rumored. This is all rumored, that basically you would fly or drive. They would connect all the things, right? So you would you would literally fly to Vice City and do a bunch of online stuff there. You would fly to Liberty City and do a bunch of online stuff there. So it would be literally Liberty City, Vice City, and and uh, Los Santos 
all together as one online I'm world. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure their 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 meat part is doing a GTA world would be the next thing that they try to do. Well, they said they they said they were going to do it, and I I think I think what we're gonna I think what we're gonna see is next year Red Dead Two is going to come out. Once Red Dead Two comes out, then we'll hear something. After like six months after that, we'll hear. So if it comes out fall of 2017, I would say fall of 2018, you're going to hear mentioning of Grand Theft Auto World. I think that'll be the next Grand Theft Auto. I don't think it's going to be DLC. I think they're going to abandon 5 and the online world in 5 because they've learned so much from that game, right? And now they're going to make it super fucking gigantic Vice City, Liberty City, Los Santos. But it's, you have to, it's gonna be right, but you have no to, six. You have to fill it. You have to fill the oh, world with I don't, stuff to I do don't, it. I don't think they that's have a problem what, for that. But see, but that's but when you have a template like that, right? The the size that the, the size of GTA is in is such a way that you can just implant stuff into the game and just kind of fool around with it. Right. You don't need to make another world or another city to have that. You could just put stuff in the game. Right, you made this giant playground. You could just keep filling right. it. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. What they said in chat. I don't think there's going to be a six. I think six is going to be GTA World. I think that's what it's going to be. I think they're going to drop the numer numeric uh, numbers. And it's going to be GTA World, and it's going to be epic, dude. It's going to be fucking epic. It's going to be the worst launch ever in history because the online is going to fucking break like day one. It's going to be like a month before you can get on, but then. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if they release GTA World? Okay. They give you a couple of stories. And I say a couple. It's going to be like 20 to 30 on each, each island to say. Right. And then on top of that, you download additional content for online for new missions and stuff like that to do with your friends. It'd be, it'd be amazing if they did that. Absolutely amazing. I'm a huge fan of Rockstar and I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever they do. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy the numbers that they're bringing in for GTA Five. Absolutely, but, to, to but, this day, but, there's there's companies that release it. there's companies that release a game right now that don't even come close to what they're selling right? in microtransactions in, in in GTA. Yeah, but and what are you doing with the microtransactions in GTA? Yeah, it's, just, it's just a car collection. Yeah, car collection, it's just, boat, it's just a car weapons, collection. weapons, weapons. Yeah. What what else is it? How many? How much money can you spend on stuff that that really truly is meaningless? I mean, just to get the all boat, it is is to brag. Just to get that's the boat, all it is. The, the yacht in the game is literally a hundred dollars, actual true hundred dollars to get a yacht. You can play in game and get the yacht by doing a whole bunch of missions and well, stuff. Well, you and can grind. manipulate the stock market. You can no, just ride no, the no, stock no, 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 not no, not online. Not you, online. You can play the stock market. Not in yes, online. You can. No, you can't. They never yes, put it. Yes, you can. They never put it in. The online what are you talking about never they, put it in. They never put that the, was before. No, they never put the stock market in online. Never. They never did. They said they were going to do it. They never did it. You you go to it online, it never ever works. It's offline. It says single player only. You cannot use the stock market in the online. I don't know about that. I'll I'll bet you I'll bet you a hundred dollars real life. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. They never work. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's 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 still viable. I'm not saying you can break it, but you can actually you cannot, invest money. No, you cannot. Stock market is not online. It's not. Never All been. Right. They said it was going to be. What I would like to see with GTA, this is what I like to see. Okay, I would like to see GTA. I said this. I forget it was on last show or two shows ago. I would like to see them progress what we've already played, like that that giant tower in the center. Build it up. It's finished now. Now you can live in it. I want to see the horse track, right, where you can actually bet on horses and the horses are actually racing around the track and the casino's open. You can knock it off, right? It could be just online, online world. 
right? The casino's open. You can go gamble in the casino, win some more money, blah, blah, blah. You can lose money. You can play craps. You know they could do it. They did it in the, in the, in the past. You know they can make fucking horses. They did it in Red Dead Redemption. You know what I mean? Like, the, you know they, the, they have these factors that they can do that they can put it in the game. Uh, other things that were construction sites, like the, the neighborhoods, the suburbs that were off being, being built on the side, that's built up. Uh, things that you destroyed in the game, that's destroyed, right? That They've be completely gone. You know, uh, maybe you can invest in different businesses and stuff like that, and they actually bit to build stuff just online. Do you know what I mean? Where, do you know what I'm saying? Like, they can build little things inside the game to, to make it a little bit better. $12 million for a nice one? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think they could do stuff like that. I mean, there were solid gold planes. Yeah, solid gold that planes. Couldn't, that couldn't fly because they're solid gold. They wouldn't fly right in the game because the physics are off because it's a gold plane. Just because. Just because. No, that's a real thing. There's a gold no, plane. No, I know that. I know that. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Let's see. We did that. We did the study there. We did, uh, we did GTA. Okay, so next up, BlizzCon's coming up. BlizzCon. Hold Calm down, Tally. We haven't even mentioned it yet, but calm down. We're talking about Blizzard, so you know Overwatch is going to be mentioned. Um, so BlizzCon's this week, right? What are you looking forward to? What do they have to do, Sarge? Because I know you—you you don't. You used to be a huge StarCraft fan. You used to be a huge World of Warcraft fan. You used to be deep into the the Blizzard world, right? You, I know you haven't played much uh, lately, but what would Blizzard have to do? right to bring you back like what game do they need to announce maybe old maybe like new like old new you know what i'm saying or a new ip right like what do you need to see from blizzard to be like you know what i remember this company i'm gonna go back to them because they make fucking good games listen i played i played starcraft i like it but the the issue for me was it was too much like a giant game of paper rock scissor right no matter how cool the units were once you learned what units did what, that's all it was. Right. That's all it was was paper, rock, scissor. Okay? I like the graphics. I like the story missions. But you have to remember, like, everybody was playing that kind of game. Everybody. Everybody was playing that game. Warcraft was the same thing. Okay? I, I, I like the, the, um, the MOBA that they had. I thought that was fun. Right. But... I, I don't know. I think I think Blizzard. I think it might be time for Blizzard to do a different IP. I don't know if I could see it on the Starcraft. I, I can't I, get into it. Anymore. I'm glad I can't you, get into it. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, the new IP. I'm looking for them to announce a new IP. And not only am I looking for a new IP. I said this last night on my on on my stream. Right. I said, how cool would it be? Right. Because Destiny sits alone in this genre by itself. Oh, don't worry. Everybody, right. their mother is coming right. out with their destiny. Well, hold on, Everybody. hold on. So they're sitting there all by themselves in this new genre of game, right? Where Destiny's not an MMO, but it's not blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it just sits there by itself, and that's why it does well. Blizzard, who is in, in cahoots with, with, with Bungie, right? Because it's Activision. I think is taking notes on this, right? And because it's they've they there's basically a subcontractor, right? Bungie's only under contract with them, so Blizzard can be like, you know what? I see what Destiny's doing here. I think we could do something better, right? Like how? Oh, I know. I know. How? I know. Now, now could do something better, right? So, hear me out here. What if they made a game like Destiny, but based in the Overwatch universe, where you take the Overwatch characters, okay, 
And now the Overwatch characters, you are Tracer. You are D.Va. You are Soldier 76. You take these characters, you level them up. You, you're in this living world and these backstories and there's stories and you're online and people can customize the way they look and whatever. And you can make your own Overwatch hero. Uh, and it's just like Destiny. Exactly just like Destiny is as far as the mechanics and stuff go. But at the same time, it's a much better game because they know how to do an MMO game. They know how to do a, a PvP game. They know how to do all this. And they can combine it and make a game that we were hoping that Destiny would give us. And then Blizzard just swoops on in. Because Blizzard, to me, is what Apple is to the computer industry. right? Blizzard hasn't made a game that's like brand new. Right? They've taken games that have been out for years and, and, made them better. and made them better and innovated them better, right? And they've done it better than other other companies, right? Like Star Wars Galaxies, we've talked about it many times, to, uh, to me was one of the best MMOs in existence, right? But then WoW came out and it blew that one out of the map because they did it better, right? And then they did it so much better in, in, in ways, right, that, you know, Star Wars Galaxies tried to copy them and then fucking failed, right? So just like... Apple made the cell phone, and then all other cell phones tried to copy the iPhone, right? I, I, they weren't the first, you know what I mean? But they, they, they came in and made it better, right? So I think it would be awesome if Blizzard came out with something like an IP address, or IP address, and a new IP like a Destiny to, to give it competition. And the only reason I say this is I think the reason Destiny is stale the way it is is because there is no competition. There is no other game in a genre to compete against. And to have good things in the world, PlayStation needs Microsoft, right? Microsoft uh, uh, needs innovate. needs you Apple, innovate. right? There, there, needs innovate. To be, there needs to be competitiveness in the, in the market to strive the other team to make it better, right? So if... I don't care if it's Blizzard, I don't care if it's someone else, but someone needs to compete with Destiny in the same genre to make better... Well, they need time, and they've had time now. Right, right. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I hope they introduce a new IP, sort of... Obviously, it won't come out, like, next year. But they would announce it and be like, hey, this is coming out in two years from now, or next year, summertime, or next fall, or, or whatever. Right? They would announce it. That's what I would hope. I'm also looking forward to... Not just giving us one new character from Overwatch, like Sombra, right? I hope, and I was watching a podcast yesterday because I can't take credit for this. Uh, Future Man Gaming said, he goes, what if Sombra is not even just one person? What about if it's an organization or group, okay? And it's actually like five or four or five characters that are, toge that are together, uh, and they, they announce more characters together. I think that would be cool. Now, I don't know where he got that from or if it's just off the top of his head. But I was like, hey, you know what? That's actually a pretty good damn idea. What about if it isn't just one person? What about if it is multiple people? And the person that's leaked and they show is not actually Sombra. She's just a character in the group of this organization, right? So that would be cool. I hope they come out with better... Uh, I, would, I would hope like at least four maps, at least four maps for Overwatch, if not more. I would hope they come out with some other side of game mode, okay? And then I hope they come out with at least four new characters to play um, to just... You know, the balancing's tough, man. You just can't come up with a character. I know, it's, but they, they're not, pretty it's good. Not the, it's not that way. You have to you have to balance. Yeah, but they're very good at balancing. I mean, yes, they there's people that are there's overpowered. A lot of characters. Yeah, but there there's twenty five, I think now twenty six, uh, or is it twenty four? I, I forget. Um, Tally knows. Um, 
they they're doing a really good job though like sometimes they're overpowered they'll they're do pretty fast uh patch notes and fix that stuff that needs to get fixed right and then the major things they wait like per quarter like they're gonna make some major changes coming up for the next uh, uh overwatch season so i believe 24 yeah so i mean i just hope they give us more stuff as far as um World of Warcraft, I don't know. Do you think they would announce another expansion like they did last year? They announced last year's Legion, Listen, I think it's Legion, that came out this, this year. World of Warcraft has got the market all sewed up for what they do, okay? They are the best at what they do. I, I have always appreciated what they have done for the last 15, 20 years, right. okay? I have played WoW enough to know that they got their shit together. Guys that are sitting in the room, whatever they're doing to think up this stuff and get it to work and not be broken and be polished, they are professionals at what they do. It is not something easy to copy. Everybody has tried. Right. Okay. Knights of the Old Republic tried. There's a few other ones that tried. The, 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 the Fable one tried. Everyone tried, but they can't do what they do. Right. I don't know what it is about the little hook that they have in WoW. It just, I hate to say it. The story fits with the narrative, okay? Everything involved in that game, why I'm doing what I'm doing, what race do I pick, why I'm making it, why I pick these powers, it all connects. It makes you feel like you're immersed in the world. Right. It's not just a standoff, okay? It's not just standoff. Right, right, right. So when if another game comes out, it's while WoW will die slowly, just like any other game will. You can't keep it going forever, but they are doing a great job trying. Right. Okay. Because you have to remember that at this point, the guys who started WoW have to be anywhere between 35 and almost 50 uh, years I would old. Say now. Like close to the 50. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because right. when they started, right. it's been out for when 20 they years. They started, they were out of college. Yeah. Right? Well, it started like 2002, 2003, I think it started. Like, I don't know the entire group of people who work on it, but 13, time is 13 time. years. Yeah. I would say they're right? in their mid 30s. I would say they're in their mid 40s now. Right. So. I, I, there, there will always be another game, but the, the issue you have to remember with, with so much competition, okay, if you're going to spend the resources, the time, and the money to try to come out with a game that's going to compete with WoW, okay, it better have be something special because you have to be able to siphon people off from other areas to fund your game right. when it comes time for the monthly subscription fee, okay? Now, I, I all know you guys want, you, you want free games, we all want free games, but at some point, somewhere in these games, there has to be a cost that you pay over time in order to maintain what it is they do. Okay, it's not just it just runs by itself. Was it so, really? Was it really two thousand one? Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, th I thought it was late. I thought it was two thousand two because I was in college when it came out. I guess that was that's about right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, time flies, man. No, they they make great games. You know, a lot of people don't even know that they made Warcraft like. You know the the management game, the real time strategy. You, know, you know what I mean? They don't even know they made that before World of Warcraft. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's, that's how it got started. No, that's I know that, the... but a lot of people don't even know that. They think World of Warcraft is like the beginning of Blizzard, right? I remember going in the college dorm rooms and just playing Warcraft. You know what I mean? It, it was amazing. I used to love the. I used to love that game. I used to be really good at that game. Um, <clears throat> and then I'm the one that that uh, got Starcraft, uh, and then Starcraft Two, and then you. I've I think I introduced you to Warcraft and Starcraft, and then you took it and you took the, to the next level. Like, you, you've always taken, like, when I introduced you to World of Warcraft, I remember I was a level 40, and I was like, dude, you should play the game. You should come and play this game. And you're like, nah, it's all right, it's all right. And then, like, one November, I think it was, like, 2006, 
Hey, you're like, yeah, I got it. I'll pick it up, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I'll grind with you. We grinded together. I said, all right, don't play this character until I'm online. And then when I come back, you're at level 45. You're five levels ahead of me. You're now you're starting to do raids and stuff ahead of me. You hit 60. You started another character. You passed me up as that one. I was like, I was but like, holy shit. That's should... the problem with that game. Yeah, I know, game, I know. You could just live in that game. You see that? You see these stories about people forgetting to feed their kid, their dog, whatever yeah, else. I yeah, understand yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. I understand why. Yeah. So yeah, you. You don't know you don't know what to understand what an MMO is until you've played WoW. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys want to see in chat? Like what do you guys want what are you guys expecting from BlizzCon? Are you expecting multiple characters from uh, Overwatch? Are you expecting Diablo 4? Do you think they're gonna announce Diablo 4? Do you think they're gonna announce a new a new type of uh, IP? Blizzard spent hundred and twelve million dollars a year to keep WoW up. I just looked it up. Holy shit, 112. Yeah, but they made that they made that Four times fold. I mean, how many people are playing WoW still? They they it's had fifteen bucks a month. People, think, think about that. Think about think about that. Fifteen yeah. bucks a month. I, I can guarantee you, 10... the entire country, China is playing. Yeah, it. there was ten million people registered in the very beginning. Ten million people paying fifteen bucks a month. Okay, so that one hundred and twelve million is absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's like a drop in the bucket. That's that's one month of uh, <laughs> of of bills. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right, let I mean, me see. There was a lot of good games back then. You have to remember, the Guild Wars was great. It was free to play. Guild Wars was awesome. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't from Blizzard. That was from uh, uh But it was the same type of game. It's yeah, an yeah. MMO, but it, you didn't have to pay for it every month. It was the same type of same type of thing. All right, so going forward, we're talking about EA now, right? EA, um, yeah, 15 months a month is 7.5 million active players a day. Yeah, think about that. Just, just think about do that. Do the math, people. Do the math. <laughs> think about that. That's just do the, do the math. That's that's ridiculous. All right. So, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, it was supposed to come out December of this year. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. Hold on. So, it, hold on. It, it was supposed to come out this year. They postponed it because they said it needed more time. So they put it back in the oven, and they said it's coming out March, uh, like eleventh sometime. Uh, and now there's rumors that it says that it's going to get delayed again. See you next Christmas. So it's going to get delayed Christmas. again. Do you are you okay with this? I mean, I think I'm fine with this, right? Because I rather them be open and upfront about this, about being delayed, as long as the end product is bug free and it works. And I'm not a beta you, tester. You do not need to tell me when a game is coming out. Right. Right. You do not need to tell me when that game is. I don't need a release date. Okay. What you need to do is finish the fucking game. Right. right. Don't don't tell me March, then say June, then then say June, then it's gonna say November. No, shut the fuck up. So you want Bethesda's model where they just shut said the fuck Fallout Force coming out in three months, right? And then, right. That's right, it. Right. There's no there is absolutely zero reason to keep fucking with people and tell me it's gonna come out now, then it's gonna come out now, then it's gonna come out now. When you're done with the fucking game, you're done with the fucking game. Yeah, I think I think the the reason they keep a company only has a certain amount of time to say a game is being released and then say it's being delayed and then say a new release date and then say it's delayed again. I think if they say it one more time, people start to lose interest. And they think, well, what's wrong with this? You know what I mean? And they, right. they, they start losing interest where where Fallout Bethesda said E3 of last year of 2015 said in June. Right. They're like, uh, we made Fallout and it'll be here in August. Right, mic drop. All right, and we're like, 
oh shit or whatever is november whatever it's like four months it was four months right and we right, were like because you know the game is done right it's done Your and final stage and they're ready to, they're ready to put it out broken it's released that's it yeah so what, what's with all the oh it's coming out it's delayed oh it's delayed again like we're, we're all gonna sit in a circle jerk and talk about what games may or may not come out i don't care right right you, let's talk about some facts let's talk about is it coming out done right. that's it not when is it coming when, out right why why did it get delayed? No one. We don't care. Yeah, it is. It is coming out like no, this okay. day, right? So, is so it done? My, is it done. My my question no? to you is uh, again: Is do you? Well, actually, my question is in the chat now. Do you think it's a smart idea to keep telling it's getting pushed back, or just stay silent like we said, and just let us know when it's coming out, like the actual official date? Going, you know what? This is the actual day. We're never going to postpone it. Or are you okay of them keep postponing it because you want a good game? I just think at a certain time, if you keep pushing it back, doesn't necessarily mean a good game. Correct. It means problems. It means a lot of problems, right? So, there's a question to you guys in chat. Uh, the next, the next story we're gonna go over. All right, so we're done with that one. Um, PlayStation Four, right? Pro is coming out. It's coming out November eleventh, um, I believe it is. Is that when it's coming out? Is that official? Uh, November tenth. Okay, so November 10th, next week. Next week, PlayStation Pro is coming out. This is a question for people that are PlayStation non-owners and people that own the 3 and haven't upgraded to 4 yet. Actually, if you're a 3, you're going to upgrade. If you're a PlayStation 4 owner, is this something to make you upgrade because of the high-fidelity graphics that are going to be happening? Okay, here's the lineup that's coming out, right? I'll, I'll give you the major games that are coming out. Actually, uh, Battlefield 1, okay? Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Call of Duty Infinity Ward, Modern Warfare Remastered, uh, uh, FIFA 17, Hitman, uh, Infamous First Light, Infamous Second Son, Mafia 3, Shadow of Mordor, NBA 2K17, Ratchet & Clank, Rise of Tomb Raider, uh, Smite, Elder Scrolls Online, Elder Scrolls uh, 5, uh, Last of Us Remastered, Last of Us Left Behind, Titanfall 2, Uncharted 4, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, VR Worlds, World of Tanks, and XCOM 2. Are those titles right there enough to go, you know what, it's time to buy a PlayStation 4? I don't own a PlayStation. Do I buy for the titles here? Because all those games that they've just announced or that are on their opening titles, not one of them is a new game. They're all games that are already out for the old systems. Okay, so is it worth buying? Because remember, when a new system comes out, technically those games are not made for that system, right? They're made, they just get upscaled to that system. They're not actually for that system. It takes at least a year or two to come out with a game for the new system. Right, so... The, release, the games that release with the system, historically, are crap. Okay, historically are crap. The games that initially release, whether they maybe one game is good, the rest are crap. Right. Because they're just something they have to put out because the game system's out. We have to put something with it. Right. So, so this to you right now, you would not buy a PlayStation 4 right now. Even though you're not a PlayStation owner, right? And all these would be new to you for that system. You wouldn't purchase it right now because you would wait for the original titles to come out for the there's, PlayStation there's 4. No, there's no reason for me right now to buy a PlayStation because it's a pro. Right. Because there's nothing currently that makes my head turn and say, I have to play that. Right. The only one that I thought about that I thought about that 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 kind of ring the bell for me 
was Event Horizon Zero Dawn. That and uh, God of War and the Spider-Man okay. game, and which, War, which right? we don't know when they were coming now, out. I don't know how long that game is. Right. And to me, knowing what I know about these kind of games, Event Horizon Zero Dawn looks amazing, but I believe it's a short game. I, I believe it's like 20 hours, if that. I believe it's a short game. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't buy it either. Like, if I, if I had the money to buy it, I wouldn't buy it yet. I would wait to buy it until next year because next year is when the the titles okay, but come out here's, for the here's, actual here's system. Here's the discussion. Here's the discussion. Well, the system that we currently have has been out for too long. So we really should be making another system. Right. And so we all say we agree. Is the system that's coming out now significantly, significantly better right. than the system we already have? No. Is it going to make my head blow up? Right. No. Is there enough? It's not right to buy a PlayStation well, the 4 only to go to PlayStation. Reason why the, the only reason why these systems are coming out is because there's a lot of money invested in VR, and they need a piece of hardware that can handle the VR unit. Right. You gotta have. Otherwise, they can't. They can't feed the crumbs. You know what I'm saying? You you have to have the hardware enough to to get the VR to work. And then for a developer to make a VR game that's good enough to hook people into wanting to buy VR. Right. And so this is an incremental step, right? we got to move a little closer to what VR is. Personally, for me, I don't think VR is going to blow up like everyone thinks it is. I could be wrong. But I know how many hours I play video games, and I have a lot of free time. So I don't know if I could actually play a game as long as I play games now with that thing on my face. Right. Okay? I'm sorry. Like, I get it. There are certain games, without a, without a doubt, there are certain games that you want to play with that thing on. I already know which ones they are. I'm looking forward to that. But for the price point that it is, think about what you have to do now. Yeah. I would have to buy an Xbox Scorpio, because I'm an Xbox person, no offense, guys. Yep. I, an Xbox Scorpio and then the VR set for the Xbox. Well, it's a bundle. In, or, in, in order to play the one game I really want to play, am I ready to drop $1,000? Right. Well, here's the thing. Am, am I ready to drop $1,000 for a video game, now, guys? Now, PlayStation... I think, going to, I think going to Vegas first. PlayStation's coming out next week, PlayStation 4 Pro, but it's a one year ahead of Scorpio, but technically it's... Yeah, it's out a year ahead, but no games that are out for PlayStation 4 Pro are made for the PlayStation 4 Pro. The Spider-Man game they showed at E3 that looked phenomenal, right? The graphics and everything looked phenomenal. It was running on a PlayStation 4 Pro. I looked it up just now. Release date is 12-26-2017. Okay? That's two that's months. That's tentative. That's tentative, and that's two months after the Xbox Scorpio comes out. So, again, they have a year advance to sell PlayStation 4 Pros, but games are not going to be released for this system that are actually meant for this system until the exact same time of the Scorpio comes out. So, yeah, they have... they. I think that's a little cheap, right? Because the people that own a PlayStation 4 right now don't need to upgrade to get that extra graphic well, attention out think? of it. Well, how, how much better do you think it's going to look? Right, right. Because all the games that are made for it that are coming over to PlayStation 4 are upscaled to and for the PlayStation 4 Pro. They're not native to the PlayStation 4 Pro. Where games like this and Destiny 2, and God of War, and uh, uh, whatever else is coming out next year, is going to be made specifically 
for the PlayStation 4 Pro and then be down converted to the other systems in the series. You know what I mean? So they, they would be last. So All right, so here so here's my question. Okay, here's my question. Is Destiny 2 made for the Scorpio? Yes, of course. I have said this. Okay, but they have to make it work on the Xbox it One. It will. It will. And this is where this is what I've said weeks and months ago. I said when the so, game when so it when it, when it comes out for Scorpio and when it comes out for PlayStation Four, the consoles that we're playing now for Destiny, okay, are going to be comparable to us being on the One and the people playing on the 360. Where when you play on the 360, you're like, man, it looks good, it looks great. And then when you went to One, you're like, holy shit, this looks so much better. And there's the animations on the gloves and the things, and they move and they breathe, and the space station up above the moon. You don't get to see that on the 360. And they had to abandon the 360 because it, it was holding back the one, right? And and the PlayStation 4. We're going to get the exact same thing over again, okay? But not right away. It's going to be like Destiny Year 2, De Destiny 2 Year 2, okay? So when it's 2.2, okay, you're going to have the exact same problems. They're going to be like, we're going to abandon the Xbox One and the PS4 because the memory okay, okay, it's so, going to be the exact so same basically, thing basically the system that we own now is just an in-between system absolutely I've said this I've said this multiple times okay so going forward I say it's not worth it getting the pro now I would wait till next year and then make the hard choice once you see a comparable what the actual Scorpio is and the PlayStation 4 side by side because technically games are not coming out for the PlayStation 4 until following uh, Christmas you're not you're not going to see a game you're not you're not going to see a game hardwired for those new systems until probably late, late. seventeen. That's what I'm saying. Teen. Okay. I'm sorry. There there has not been a game come out that goes along with the system because they have to keep going. We have to go backwards compatible. We have to do this. We got to do that. Like, is the game for the system or not? Are you using the hardware? It takes some time. It takes right. time to figure out what it can be for. Just because it's got another four gigs of RAM doesn't mean that it's going to blow it away. What's that? Great segue. Real quick, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch now, right? Rumored that it only has four gigs of RAM uh, inside the actual system, right? I understand it because well, it's handheld, but it right because it because it is handheld, right? It's, That's great. Now here comes my other statement: third-party support, right, AAA triple, titles, triple A titles on a four gig four gig RAM. Why don't you go ahead and explain that one to me, Nintendo? If you guys don't think for a second that Nintendo's fucking with you guys again. Okay, if you guys don't believe that Nintendo's fucking with you again, uh, Nintendo's the crazy uncle. Trust me when I say this. It, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be this tremendous wow factor for your little four for your four meg RAM handheld machine because you need to have a because you you can't stop playing games for a moment and walk your dog. This is not gonna be the system to end all systems. Right. Not gonna be. Right. I want facts, and they said their facts are coming out January twentieth. Something in the middle of January. Right. Nintendo is going to release the specs for the Switch. Right. And until that comes, I don't even know what the Switch is, folks. As far <laughs> as I can tell, it's made up. Until I hear actual stats for what that thing is, I don't give a shit about what commercial comes on TV. All right, real quick. It doesn't exist. Real quick, because we have 15 minutes left. So I want to let you guys know that this holiday season, if you are looking to buy a system... Uh, there's a couple of Black Friday things that already leaked out. Um, they're going to sell bundles of Xbox One bundles at Kohl's and at uh, Sam's Club. So at, at, at Kohl's, I think they're going to be selling for... Let me see where this is. I think it's $250, and you get a $75 gift card at Kohl's. Uh, and BJ's, I think, is a $50. Uh, I don't have that article anymore. But uh, they're selling... So look them up online. Uh, but there are Black Friday sales, 
and you you can pick up a system, game system, PlayStation and Xbox at Kohl's, and they're giving a $75 cash you know card for Kohl's on top of your $250 bundle that they're selling. And it comes with a game. I believe it comes with, um, uh, I think it's Battlefield, I believe. So, Battlefield 1. So, that's another segue. Let's talk about EA again with Battlefield 1. We've had You have had some time now, Sarge, with Battlefield 1. We talked about it a little bit last week, but now you've really... You've played it for a week. You got into it. Um, and it's also about EA, right? So it's a two-part question. EA announced uh, yesterday that Star Wars Battlefront 2 is guaranteed to come out a year from now, right? And we all thought this, when the new movie comes out, it's going to be correlating with the actual movie. And they said there's going to be much more in-depth uh, gameplay so I think they've learned their lesson from what they they played this year, where they're going to put a single player. You don't think they're going to put a single player in it? They'll do what they think they need to do in order to sell more copies. But once again, the Star Wars hook is already in place. Well, here's what I think they're going to do. Matter what they, it doesn't matter what they release. The same number of people are going to buy that game. So what I think they're going to do is sort of like what Battlefield 1 did this time around, right? So Battlefield 1 took characters, and they bounced around to different characters around the world around the war and i think the single player mission in battlefront 2 will be sort of like that right so let's say one mission you'll be han solo one mission you'll be <clears throat> excuse me you'll be um uh you'll be like chewbacca and, and han one you'll be luke skywalker one you'll be leia one you'll be darth vader whatever it is they're going to split the content single player into not one whole story, but just small little separate stories of those characters. I think that's what they're going to do. I think this was a test, Battlefield 1, to, to run with Battlefront 2. And the way I say this is, what we got from Battlefront 1, okay, you can tell that Battlefield 1 stole a lot of stuff from that. One, the engine, right? They're using the same engine. Two, the game modes. Three, the way you get in planes now. You don't take off anymore. You're like in a jet and you go or in a plane and you well, go. Well, it's because people, people strafe the airfield. They right. keep you on the ground. Right. So now now they have you know specialty characters. They, they've stolen some stuff from Battlefront, right? And now they're implementing new things in Battlefield 1. So now I think when they do Battlefront 2, they're going to steal some stuff that they put into Battlefield 1 and implement it into Battlefront 2. So they might put the single-player campaign stuff with the separate stories all back, you know, around. And I think that would be, that'd be a cool way of implementing a single-player content into the game. Now, going forward, obviously, I don't know what realm they're going to do it. We would love to see if they did it, Clone Wars and stuff. But because the second uh, episode, uh, you know, 8's coming out, you would have to assume that they're picking somewhere in the universe of last movie, Okay. All right, and going forward is what I think they're going to do. Here's here's what Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront 2 has to do. Okay? Has to do. Okay? If you're going to put the Jedi characters in there, you have to take a little bit off of Warhammer 40,000, the game where when the two heroes meet, they actually fight each other and the rest of the guys are fighting, but they can't interfere with the two guys that are fighting. Right. There has to be a mechanic where when the two Jedi fight, they're actually fighting. Either, and I'm not saying like a street fighter type of thing, right? but you guys are in a, like a circle type thing, not like a visible circle, but a little area of fighting, and you do d different button combinations and actually fight it out. You duel your character for the Jedis, okay? It can't just be the slap happy, I run at you, you block type of thing. It's, it's a little too chaotic. If you want it to be epic, where there's a battle going on and then these two guys are fighting, 
And then if you break contact off of that, then it gives you a chance to move away a little bit before right. it re-engages. Right, right. Something like that. It just can't be slap happy, run around, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I understand. It, ha it, it has to be, you have to make it some kind of epic battle stance or scene or, or something. And now, do you have to put destructible environments? No, however, it'd be it'd be badass. However, if they put if they put point, right if they did that in Star point, Wars, at this point the answer is why aren't you? If if they do Star Wars, I just bought a Scorpio and I'm gonna get Battlefront two and nothing's gonna blow up. Yeah. I'm confused. Let me tell you, if they if they do steal stuff from it and they they implement the fully destructible environment in the Star Wars universe, unless fucking Disney's like. Well, you can't really destroy Tatooine because you know it's 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 a, it's an icon place, and you really don't want to see that destroyed. Fuck you, destroy it. I want to see the fucking shit leveled, right? I want to be able to blow up the fucking Death Star at the end of the thing. You know what I mean? Like I want to see fully destructible environment in right, well, that, if, in Battlefront. That would be amazing. Right, if, if you're able to call down a bombardment, the bombardment should come down and destroy the fucking building. Right. Right. I mean, right. it's t somewhat in Battlefront now with little divots and little holes that it makes with the big cannon fire and stuff like that, but not anywhere near what Battlefield 1's doing, right? Like, Battlefield 1 right now is just, oh, just fucking it, amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. I, I just, I just, it's just amazing. I, I will say this. We played again, we played again last night with a full squad, okay? Full squad goes into a tank, and we're chatting away. 10 o'clock on the left. Three o'clock so, on the right. It's so much fun. Right? So much fun. Did they kill us at all? Ever? Nope. You, we just sat down. One of us would jump out, defend the tank, jump back in. You play that game as a team. The game is unbelievably fun as a team. To right. play solo, it's a little, little bit more difficult. It's a little frustrating. But at the same time, if you're just there to level up and do stuff, just get in a squad and just, you know, open up your mic and, and speak to them. But you're going to get frustrated because a lot of the people that are in squads together are not communicating to each other. So, um, yeah, so Star Wars 2 is supposed to come out. Uh, we don't know where it's set yet or what it's going to do. Um, but here's my next question. Do you think EA has now has, they now have their lineup, right? Like last year we got Star Wars Battlefront. This year we got Battlefield. Next year we're getting Battlefront 2. Do you think the following year okay, after I that? We're... The, I see where this question is going. Okay, so instead of, Instead of having a Call of Duty every year, right? Okay, Dice is going to alternate between a Battlefield game and space, a Battlefront right. game. Space and reality. Now, right? If they're trying to do that to stay in competition with Call of Duty, it is it, to me it would be viable because it takes two years or so to come up with that kind of game. If you're going to do some mods to it, right? You're going to make it better than the last game. So if you alternate back and forth and it's the same kind of game, we're gonna do war. We're gonna do pa past battles. We're gonna do future battles. Right. Or depending on how bad you want to talk about it, Star Wars a long time ago, Galaxy right. Far Far Away. Right. Right. But it's sci-fi. <laughs> right. Sci-fi and reality. Like sci-fi and reality. Sci-fi then reality. I see that working. Yeah, I think that's. As a matter of fact, I see that working to the point where COD might have problems. Well, if they if they do it correctly, right? Because we're the Death Stars came out and. Just recently, like uh, was it two months I'm ago, for a sale. I think I want to try it. Well, like two months ago, it came out, or a month ago, right? And now, Have battle. You seen it? I've seen it. It, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Very interesting. I'm gonna wait till it goes on sale and then buy the whole thing, even though Bespian and stuff don't look as good. But for the price, fifteen dollars for just a Death Star, and then thirty dollars for everything. You know what I mean? So it, uh, once again, it looks amazing, doesn't it? Yeah. But but comic, didn't you realize that when we saw Battlefront released last year? 
when we saw that released and that's dice right when you heard battlefield one was coming out didn't you already get the goosebumps knowing to how good the star wars game looked, what this was going to look like right so right? it's not like you were totally surprised but when you saw battlefield one and you're actually in that universe it's un fuck leaveable yeah so i think what they're doing is smart right because i get why they're charging 50 dollars for their dlc now right it makes total sense Right, so they come out with Battlefront 1, and then they release the season pass, and it's $50, right? And that takes that takes precedence for the for the remainder of the year. So the game comes out $60, and then $50 bucks takes you out for the full rest of the year. They release the last DLC before Battlefield 1 comes out. They release the season pass for Battlefield 1, and then they're going to release that content all the way up until about a month before Star Wars Battlefront 2 comes out. Right, and then they're gonna sell Battlefront two and the season pass fifty bucks, and that's gonna last you until they're they're, they're exactly where they want to be right, right. because the movie comes out next year. Right, the game will release when the movie comes out. Listen, they're on target for what they want to do. Right. Okay. So, still sticking with EA, this is gonna be the last story that we're talking about. Titanfall two, Titanfall two is out, right? But the and I'm getting I'm hearing great things about. It. I've watched it. I'm hearing great things. I didn't have I didn't have a lot of stuff. Uh, a good good test when I did the tech test, right? I did a tech test, wasn't really impressed with it. I played the game again at TwitchCon. It was much improved from the tech test. But for me personally, I still don't like it because it still reminds me of a Call of Duty game just in mechs and stuff, which is just the bare bones of what I think of it. I don't like it because it's just fast-paced, the maps are small, blah, blah, blah. It's all that stuff. And that's the reason I don't like Call of Duty that's the reason I don't like Titanfall. Now, Titanfall has a single-player game, a single-player campaign mode, and it's getting rave reviews, but it's getting shit on because it's only four hours, right? Maxed, four hours. But the content that they have in it, okay, is amazing, and all the DLC that comes out for it is free. They're not charging for a season pass. It's all free. But the sales numbers, okay, from all three systems, from PC, from PlayStation, and from Xbox, has sold... Half as many as Titanfall One did on one console. It was just for Xbox last time, and they so what does that they, say? they doubled the sales. It sold half the amount across three systems, and that to me is saying that the game um, is not that popular, right? Because even though Titanfall One was very popular, Call of Duty and Battlefield One are much more popular games. And EA said it. They said, look. This hits one niche, this hits another niche. Battlefield is, is squad-based, massive maps and, and vehicles. Uh, Titanfall is is meant for small, fast-paced, shoot 'em up blah, 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 kill streaks to compete with Call of Duty, right? And I think what DICE is trying to do is they want to get away from Battlefield being compared to Call of Duty, and they want to make Titanfall be compared to Call of Duty. And... What they did, what I've heard they did, and I watched another podcast, Drop Frames, they talked about it in depth, Cold Carnage, Future Man, and JP. They talked about it in depth, and this is where I'm getting my information from, uh, from what I heard and what I've seen. Um, they said the campaign is fantastic, and they're doing things in a campaign that's dramatically takes it to the next level, right? Which Call of Duty has not done in 10 years, basically. Okay, so now... It's like balls in your court. Yeah, we never we didn't have a, a single player in Titanfall One, but Titanfall Two we have a small campaign which is fantastic, but it's small. It's just their first dabble in it. Okay, and now they're like, here you go, Call of Duty. Let's see what you got with your with your uh, single player uh, campaign. 
So I think Titanfall 2 is going to really knock it out of the park. I think it's it's going to it's going to be a game worth a shot in the long run. And what I mean by that is the DLC is free, right? They're not charging anything for the DLC. Yeah, yeah, we've heard this before. No, they're not charging anything for the DLC. So what EA could do and be really smart is if they got the DLC and it was obviously PVP, but they put another four-hour block of, of campaign in each DLC they release to flush out the story even more and get you more in-depth. into the, You know what I'm saying? So if they release three DLCs over the next year, okay, you have four hours, you get four hours, you get four hours. There's an additional 12 hours of campaign, single-player campaign for each of the each of the DLCs. You know what I mean? So it's 444 plus PvP maps. This is all here. This is all skeptic. You know what I mean? Like what, what I think they should do. If they do it that way, they can make a dent. And I think for the holiday season, I think Titanfall is no one's going to buy it right now. I think the masses are going to buy it. The word of mouth right now is getting out. They're, it's it, holiday season is going to come. I think it's going to have good sales for the holiday season, and then the word of mouth is going to start spreading, and then the DLC starts coming out and it's going to spread even more. And I think they're going to have a hit on their hand for the next year. But obviously, it's not going to make a dent in the Call of Duty. So, so do you think that the sales are low for Titanfall 2 because people just don't buy multiple games right away? I think it's a slow because sales. Because a, a, lot, a lot of the guys just just bought Battlefield 1. They just bought Call of Duty. They just can't buy I, Titanfall 2. I think I think they're, they're, you're out of money, right? Like, I'm not buying. T I would like to play Titanfall 2, but I don't have the money to spend $60 on, on the game. I, I don't want to buy it. I don't want anyone to buy it for me. Because it's a $60 title, and I don't think it's worth $60. I think it's a, a $30 to $40 worth game because of the 4-hour plus the PvP. Um, I don't think it's a full $60 title. Now, if it goes on sale after Christmas or after New Year's or whatever, I might pick it up because the DLC is free, right? And if they if I hear any rumors that the actual campaign is going to be continued in the DLC, I'll pick it up because I think it's it's gonna be, it'll be worth it in the long run for that game. You know what I mean? It's like waiting for... The division to become a better game you know what i mean like i put 90 dollars into the division or 75 dollars in the division um and i'm still waiting for the for the content to come out for it and i go back every once in a while but i haven't touched it in like five months so i think that's that's what type of titanfall is and i think it'll 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 get more popular at the end of the year going into the new year i just don't think people want to spend you know 60 bucks one week before and then 60 bucks again for titanfall 2 and then 60 bucks again for call of duty because yeah, it's it's different games at the same time. It's still a first person shooter. How many first person shooters games can you get and own and play uh, within each other? You know what I mean. So I don't know. That's that's my thought. Right. All right. So that's the end. Uh, we're not going to take any questions or anything. If you guys, let me see if we have any questions in the in the in the uh, in Twitter real fast. We can go over. If not, uh, there are no in there, and there's none in. Come on now. Come on now. I can't get over to my other account. Fantastic. There it is. Um, there is no... No questions. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. We Wow. I didn't think... You know, I always think we're not going to have enough time or content to talk about. And boy, do I doubt... I, I doubt ourselves. And we fucking can go over. We can talk for like another hour on shit. I don't know if that's sad or good. <laughs> All right. So... Generation X Gaming is the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, if you like what you saw, please hit that follow button. Uh, we're here every single week on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, really like that you guys came out. We, we get better and better views every single week. Hey, uh, we, we hit top 16. We're in the top 20 uh, in gaming talk shows in the directory. 
So uh, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, we're number twenty nine right now out of sixty nine people. So every week we get more popular, and it's all because of you guys. I really appreciate you coming out and supporting us, and uh, chatting in the chat, and spreading the word on Twitter. Uh, please follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Please follow me at Thirty and Still Gaming, and you can follow the show at Generation underscore X underscore Game or Gen underscore X underscore Gaming. Um, all week, guys, if you have a story that you find and you want to share it and you want it on the show, please. I would like you guys to become more part of the show, right? Because we talk to you guys in chat. Um, those of you watching on Facebook and YouTube, if you want to be more a part of the chat, if you find a news story, please send it to Gen underscore X underscore gaming on Twitter. Follow us. Submit it. If you give me the story and I use it, I'll say who gave it to us on the, on on air. Um, so please, I want you guys to be a part of it. I'm one guy. Sarge is one. You know, we're just two people trying to find all these stories. Um, and you guys surf the web just as much as I do. And the more eyes out there sees, even if it's repeat stories, I can, you know, tell the one I use and, and say your guy's name on air. And I, I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone coming out and watching. Thanks for watching on Facebook. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Thanks for listening to us on iTunes. And we'll see you guys next week. Take care. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.